Mine eye also had gazed on them that lie in wait for me. Mine ears have heard my desire of the evildoers that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Planted in the house of Jehovah, they shall flourish in the courts of our power. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap and richness. To declare Jehovah is upright, my rock, in whom there is no unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Ya Eloheinu, Elohei Avoteinu, Elohei Abraham, Yitkat, wa Yisrael. O great and mighty king of our very existence, we come before thee, even in this set-apart set day, the holy Shabbat day, that you have left on record for us to even adhere to throughout our generations and all our dwellings. We thank you for the divine invitation, O great king, as we spiritually accept, O great king, and even express gratitude in this morning for all that you do for us on a daily and a regular basis, for the staples of life, food, clothing, and shelter, good health and strength, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Thanking you, O great king, for the elders that are in our midst that have paved the way for us that are in the present time, that we may be able to continue this righteousness to transcend through generations as we pass it through to our youth, the next generation that we are all in this righteous race to make it to that land that you promised our ancient foreparents, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to even make it back to Eretz Yisrael, where our lives will be far different from that of which we live today, O oh great king, where the crime will not be a problem, O oh great king, where we will truly be able to trust our brothers and our sisters, even to understand what divine unification of a nation is, as we have been instructed to be the light unto the nations, that we may even have those in the midst of this creation called earth, O great king, all adhering to thy Torah, as you have even instructed us to express to them that which you intended for this existence, which was not the evilness that is in this earth today. And you have even displayed your displeasure in times past with the evil ways of mankind by even destroying the earth as we knew it then and replenishing it with souls that had a new task at hand. Even in this day and time, the righteousness has reached, the unrighteousness has reached an all-time high, O oh great king, and that we realize by the signs and symbols that you are placing in this earth today that you're not very pleased at what is going on with your creation once again. So we ask that you spare us from your wrath, O oh great king, as we return unto thee, even as the book of Zephaniah explains that as you scattered us on four corners of the earth, you're going to gather us back, allow our spirits and our mindset to be intact for that which is on the horizon, O great king. For we realize that your word does not come back void, and it does have grave consequences when you do not adhere to the instruction and even discipline yourselves in that way. So we thank you, O great king, and ask even for a special prayer for those that are on their sick beds, beds of affliction, those that need only the prayer and the healing that you have to offer, O oh great King, even in this time, that their lives may be even comforted with thy great righteousness. Blessed art thou, O Yah, our power, and blessed be the works of thy hands. And the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, Yah finished his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day and hallowed it. Because that ended, he rested from all his work, which Yah in creating had made. O thou who art most holy, 
Look upon thy people in mercy. Hear thy us, O power of Abraham. Nurture us, O power of Yitzchak. Save us, we implore thee, O power of Yisrael. Blot us not out, O Yah, though our sins be many. Cast our evil doings into the bottomless pit to remain forevermore. Our hope is in thee, O Yah, and without thy mercy we have naught. Father of wisdom, thou dispenser of knowledge, cause our hearts to discern and our minds to retain thy law. Bless Yisrael to know thee as we did in the days of yore. Let the sign of the Shabbat shine brightly from this thy house and from us thy people, Yisrael. Let our voices mingle with the hosts of heaven as we joyfully proclaim, Blessed be the name of our power and blessed be his holy day. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Ya Eloheinu, Ya Echad. Baruch Shem Kevo, Makuto Le'olam, Wa'ed. Hallelujah. This is the day which Yah has made, and we will be glad and rejoice thereon. Unto thee do I lift up mine eyes. O thou that art the throne in the heavens, ascribe unto Yehoah the glory due unto his name. Worship Yehoah in the beauty of holiness. In thee, O Yah, do I take refuge. Let me never be ashamed. Thou hast given us joy in the place of sorrow. Thy truth is like a heady wine. Shout for joy, O ye children of Israel. Proclaim the name of our king to whom the sun doth shine and the wind sing. Yehoah is our sunny shield. Who then can master us? To thee, power of our fathers, do we give honor and glory. For who is Yah beside thee? Be thou our judge, O Yah, against the ungodly nations. Save us, O our king, we beseech thee. Then shall we come clapping, singing, jumping, shouting, praising, crying, and extolling thy holy name. For with thee is the fountain of light, and thy light do we see light. Thy loving kindness, Yah, is in the heavens. Thy faithfulness reacheth unto the skies. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore in peace. For Yehoah love of justice and forsake of not his holy ones. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Ya Eloheinu, Ya Echad, Baruch Shem Kevo, Makutole Olam, Wa'ed. Hallelujah. Where is the power of Abraham, who is called our father from Chaldea? Art thou not he, O power of Yisrael? Where is the power of Yisrael, who is blessing with the righteous Rebqua? Thou art one and the same. Who knoweth him who changed Jacob's name? Thou, O Yah, would ever remain. Though Yosef sojourned in Egypt, yet did all men show him favor. Thy hand, O Yah, was with him. Thou didst help Moshe and Yisrael against Pharaoh. Who stood up the mighty Red Sea? Manna dropped from heaven to sustain thy people in the wilderness. They fashioned a calf to bow down to, yet to Yisrael didst thou show mercy. We give thanks unto thee, O Yah. We will tell of thy wondrous works. And Yehuda is Yah known. His name is great in Yisrael. His foundation is in the holy mountains. We will sing of the mercies of Yehoah forever. And to all generations, we will make them to be known. Stay thou, O Yah, in the midst of us. Cause righteousness once more to be sown. So shall the heavens praise thy wonders, Yah. Thy faithfulness in the holy assembly. Let Yisrael awaken the day with their praises. Glory to Yah now and forevermore. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Ya Eloheinu, Ya Echad, Baruch Shem Kevo, Malkuto Le Olam Wa'ed. Hallelujah. O Yah, 
Thou art my power. Earnestly will I seek thee. Hear my voice, merciful Father. Preserve me from mine enemies. Send out thine angels to protect me. O thou that hearest prayer with thy mighty hand, Yah, subdue all those that hate us. Remember us in mercy, Yah, and pardon all our transgressions. Except our power doth bless us, how could we hope to prosper? Unless our Creator protect us, we as if we had not been. Stay thy hand, O death, for he doth forgive our iniquities. So will I sing praises to his name that I may perform my vows. The dead praise not Yah, nay, nor any that go down into silence. Let us extol our power while we have life. Sing praises to our power while we have any being. Together we will lift up our voices and gratefully sing. Withhold not thy voice from extolling our maker. Let young and old praise him together. Let the tribes come there and testify, even the tribes of Yisrael, the mighty of Yehoah. Say among the nations, Yehoah reigneth thy power, Yisrael, over all the world. For Yehoah will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, now, O Yah, and forevermore. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu. Yah Echad. Baruch Shem Kevo Makuto Olam Yed. Hallelujah. Once again, thanking the creator of the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all that in the midst for choosing us, his elite, for expressing his love to us, each and every one of us, in his own way that he deals with us on a regular basis. Thanking him that he shows us things that only the Yah fearing can see. He gives us a confidence when things look rough, when we're not quite sure the direction that he wants us to go, but he guides us. When we have concern in our heart that some consider fear, but we know that there is not a weapon form that can prosper against his children. So we stand firm in your name, Yah, and we thank you even for all that you do on a daily and a regular basis. Hallelujah. With Shabbat Shalom. This is a Chicken Beat production. Ah, uh, it's an ongoing mission telling my people we don't have long. Try not to walk it wrong. Tell my brothers to stay strong. Hey, because I'm all about my Yamaya Houdini, even when I stand alone and I'm starting to let go. Uh, because I stress over things I can't control. Hey, head heavy and my scripts that give me hope. Is he right by my side? That's something I don't hope. That's something that I know. So I had to write this. They say, young Israel, go vote. When it's not in our control, I see my people losing hope. Ain't composing my composure so bold. Yahweh's cousin, it will reload. Yeah, that's right. I feel it in my soul. Man, this flow gon' make them run. No, this flow don't sound too fun. All that Christian, I'm so safe. It make my ears go numb. Hey, I just need a break. I just need to break it down Cause they try to break us down And then these lives for my people Feel to stay strong uh, We just have to stay strong Stay strong Stay strong We just have to stay strong Stay strong Stay strong Yeah, we just have to stay strong Stay strong Stay strong
and brothers today. Bokotov, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Welcome back to the prayer line. This is the place where all kinds of fun stuff happens, starting with giving glory, praise, honor, and praise is what the Creator deserves to the High and Holy One. You know, I'm so excited about today. I woke up this morning, and that's exciting. You know why? Because there's so many people dying. I mean, young people, young people, like just all of a sudden they were here one day and now they're gone. So I just have to be grateful. Gratitude is on high. Why? Because the creator didn't have to do it, but he did. He woke each and every one of us up. And what a relief. 
you know, that you don't have to worry about it. What a relief that I don't have to worry about whether or not you're going to wake up this morning. That's not my responsibility. You know, even if you didn't hear the alarm, you know, uh, that's, it's neither here nor there. If the creator puts you in a position where the alarm is blaring, then you still don't wake up. What's that called? It's his power. He can do it how he want to do it. And then two hours later, you wake up like, wow, that was some good rest. He blew through every alarm, everybody yelling and screaming in the house, kicking and, you know, some some people out here that can sleep through a fire, you know. you screaming, it's a fire, and they, <laughs> and the wake-up the, the wake call is, is not so, you know, pleasing when you get jolted out of your sleep. Like, you got to get up, it's an emergency. I tell you, there there are fires that happen every day. And there was a fire not too, um, was it yesterday, maybe Thursday or Friday? But I know it wiped out the entire building, and they're homeless people. Now they have to figure out where they're going to live, you know. So when I tell you we woke up, not that we just woke up this morning, but we woke up, everything's still intact. The roof's still over your head. It's a, it, I'm counting my blessings. You know, I remember there was a, a a short period of time in my life that I used to be jealous of other people. When I see what they were doing, man, I wish I could do that. Oh, I want that. Oh, I want to go there. And then I realized it's not for you. It's not for me. I would have loved to do it, but would I have really loved to do it once I'm involved? Would I really love in, or enjoy um, going uh, water skiing? I looked at them and was like, man, look at how they went water skiing. And they went zip lining. Oh, I want to do that. No, I don't. I'm scared of heights. That's first of all. Second of all, I don't want nothing taking my breath away that way. You understand what I'm saying? So let's, let's evaluate it. Evaluate what we really want and then what the creator has given us and what he's done for us. That's what you can handle. I couldn't handle zip lining and all this stuff that I thought I wanted because I looked at somebody else and they were enjoying themselves. That was a short period of time. And I realized that this is my life. This is the hand I've been dealt. And I'm going to deal wonderfully and, and, and magnificently with what the creator has given me. It may not be everything that everybody else has. It may not be all the greatest uh, uh, of amenities. I would love to have an in-ground pool inside my house. I would love to have a fifth bedroom. I would love to have five bathrooms, one in each bedroom, and then a couple in the hallways. I would love to have one of those. I would love to have a driver and a housekeeper and a cook. But since I'm not part of the elite and I, I, I don't got long money like that, I do my own laundry. I do my own cooking, and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I just look I look out outside of my box, and I say, wow. There are so many people who wish that they could wash their own dishes. You know, there's somebody out here wishing for a dishwasher, a human one. I want to hire a human dishwasher just so I don't have to ever touch soap and water on my hands again in the kitchen. Okay, well, we got all these dreams and hopes and all these aspirations, but what have we done lately to acquire any of that? Did you work on your next million-dollar deal? Come on. Let's keep things very real. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with the creator. We are only worth this much because this is what we've done. 
Let's be honest with them. And so when I evaluate my life and I say, wow, how are you mad at? How are you mad that you didn't get that contract? You didn't go for it. So I can't be upset with anybody. I'm just very excited, though. The excitement, I can't contain it because the creator is working with me. Every now and then you you feel, I don't know how if y'all feel it, but sometimes I feel a jolt of energy that comes through me. And it's like, oh, I've been renewed. <laughs> Spirit starts soaring again. I'll be in, in down mode and, and not depressed or anything, but just downtime. Like I have nothing to say to anybody about anything. The Father is working with me. And then all of a sudden I come out with this burst of energy and I'm like, yes, yeah, thank you for the help. Thank you for, you know, um, understanding how fragile my mind is and how my heart is. You're dealing with me very tenderly. Thank you, Abba. You know, and so I just want to share that with you all because every day is not your birthday. It's not uh, rose-colored glasses that we look through all the time. But we have to find uh, the silver lining in every situation. If you woke up this morning, then your blessings and your the numbering of them should be numerous and numerous because you've looked out the window and you've seen the beauty of Yah. Just that alone should brighten up your day. So now that I've said all of that, uh, yeah, there are two psalms that actually chose me today, and it started yesterday. So I'm going to read one now, and I'm going to read the other one in open expression. Okay, so right now it's going to start with Psalms 90. I'll do open expression, Psalms 91. It's just amazing to me how um, our life seems like it's just a sporadic thing, a random days just happen to us. But everything that is done in your life is done on a timing, is done on a schedule, is done because you did this or that. The creator has everything in order. The plan is already set. We just have to follow the motion. So I just love this psalm, Psalm 90. This is a prayer of Moshe, who is considered to be a man of Elohim. It says, Thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations, before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world. Even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art Elohim. Thou turnest man to contrition, contrition and sayest, return, ye children of men, for a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away. As with a flood, they are as asleep in the morning. They are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourishes and it groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. For we are consumed in thine anger. And by thy wrath are we hurried away. Thou hast, been, thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For all of our days are passed away in thy wrath. We bring our years to an end as a tale that is told. The days of our years are threescore years and ten, or even by reason of strength, fourscore years. Yet is their pride but travail and vanity. For it is speedily gone, and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger, and thy wrath according to the fear that is due unto thee? So teach us to number our days, that we may get us a heart of wisdom. Return, O Yah, how long? 
and let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us in the morning with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us, according to the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear unto thy servants, and thy glory upon their children, and let the graciousness of Jehovah our power be upon us. Establish thou also upon us the work of our hands. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. So can you see why I chose Psalms 90 this morning? You know, it, it, you may think it has a somber tone to this psalm, but it suggests that Moshe, in writing this, had an understanding that the creator should be announced by everybody. Oh, praise be to the most high. Why? Because he's the one who's in charge of our lives, how long we live, whether we are born, whether we die. And so we have to number our days. When we number our years, it is for us to become wiser in our days. We live day to day, one day at a time. You can't skip a year and say, okay, well, let me fast forward this year, get rid of some of this these life boring, you know, exchanges, uh, and take a nap and I'll wake up a year later. It doesn't work that way. We have to go through every day. And so we ask the creator to make us wiser so that we can live our best life. Be joyful in the days that you have because there is real satisfaction in doing the most high's will. You find real good satisfaction in the energy that he puts into you for an idea you may have. Like, I'm super excited about this planning, and I'll talk to you guys more and more about it as the days go on. But the planning has sparked my energy. Like, we got to find something that sparks you and use that to give Yah the glory. You know, grow in that. Grow in the beauty of Yah. And in spite of your burdens, in spite of the brevity of life, in spite of what is going on, you you live your life trusting that Yah got you and it's all good. And you live it to the best of your ability. You put that energy in you, you run with it. Because remember, there is an expiration date on all your blessings, so you better use them while you can. All praises to the Most High. We're going to continue on with the psalm service. I hope everybody's hand is in the air because this is a day that Yah made, and we're going to be glad and rejoice in it. Let this moment renew your spirit like the eagle. I know you're fragile. I know you hurt sometimes. But push past that hurt and get to the real gist of it. Yeah, it's king. He's amazing. And he made you amazing. All right, let's see. Where are you? Where are you, family? Are your hands in the air? Did you call your friends and family to the to the set? If not, then it's going to be just a couple of us. And if a couple of us don't want to raise our hand, that psalm service is going to go fast. So get the frog out your throat, raise your hand, and let's go. All right, our coat in the wire, Shabbat Shalom to you. Both the told, which one of these psalms are you going to be using as your psalm of praise today? Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. Torah Mosai for all of our lives. And as we continue to watch our wrestling keepers, <clears throat> I would like to read Psalm 75, 75. Unto thee, O Elohim, do we give thanks. Unto thee do we give thanks. For that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. When I say, 
So that when I shall receive the congregation, I will judge uprightly. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. I bear unto the pillars of it, Silah. I said unto the fools, deal not foolishly, and to the wicked, lift not up their their, Silah, their horn. Lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. <clears throat> For promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But Elohim is the judge. He putteth down one and sendeth up the other. For Yah, for the hand of Yah, there is a cup and the wine is red. It is full of mixture and <clears throat> he poureth out the same. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of them, the earth shall wring them out and drink them. But I will serve, I will declare forever. I will sing praises unto Elohim of Yaakov. All the horns of the wicked also will I cut off. But the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. Hallelujah. Once again, giving honor praise to the Creator for our lives and asking Him to continue to heal us, heal us, and even allow us to walk always in His path and never go to the left or to the right, but stay the course. Um, asking most High for forgiveness um, in any form that we may have or I have may have before Him to to please continue to clean it up and clean us up so that we may continue to serve Him and call upon His name. We know it's not easy, but it can be done, and I'm grateful that he has uh, allowed me another day of life that the day before it could have been messed up, but the Most High decided to continue to let you live on. I thank the Most High. Even asking him to continue to be with those who are mourning the loss of loved ones. Some people take it harder than others, and it hits. And ask the Most High to just comfort them, to help them and ease them back into the way so that they won't feel like no one is there. And ask the Most High to even hear the prayers as I call up to for Tyrone Williams, for my daughter Ahavia, Levy Williams, for myself, and for all y'all. Have a blessed and holy Shabbat day. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. Is that a general prayer, or did I miss something? No, I'm I'm just saying I threw his name and her name out because I'm just praying for them as well. And like I said, and everyone else, it's it's not a general person. <laughs> Whoever wants no, to I say, is it a general prayer or is it a specific prayer? What's going on with the two that you just called out? Are they okay? Oh, yes, physically, yes. Okay. Mentally struggling, but I just, you know, wanted to just add their names out for prayer. So if anybody can, just ask for most high to ease their minds and even continue to be with them as they go to and fro and just comfort them. Okay. That's a good. Toda, toda, for uh, sharing that with us. And I love that Psalm 75 because it speaks exactly to what I was saying, that the Creator's judge. He is the one who makes sure that his people are are um, only, only his people are his witnesses. So, you know, you got them, them Jehovah's Witnesses walking around talking about, are you ready for Jehovah's return? You know what I asked them? Are you? Because I don't think you are. Anywho, um, this is a Psalm that speaks to his graciousness and his warning. He warns us all the time, sends us different people for different reasons, different times, our prophets approve of it. And 
he tells us what is going to happen in the proper time. And his judgment is just, it's fair, it's, it's on point. Remember, Psalm 75 talks about the proud rulers of the nations and how they think they're so secure. But the creator says that he's the one who sets you up and he's the one who can pull you down. So with, when the wicked think that they're getting away with all their evil deeds, one day they have to drink the wine of the Most High's wrath. It's, it's inevitable. Meanwhile, the creator's children should continue to sing his praises, continue to, to make sure they understand that you know that the Most High knows what he's doing. You understand that. See, the world needs our witness. They need us to witness for them and worship this great king. The next time you're disturbed by the evil in the world, just take a moment, pause, say la, and praise Yah. Told I for Psalm 75 once again, and may the Most High continue to be magnified. This is the psalm service. You're right on time. And feel free to raise your hand, star five star, to join the psalm service and let your voice be heard. Shabbat shalom. And we have a co-taizaba. Shabbat shalom. Which one of these psalms are you going to use as your psalm of praise? Shabbat shalom. Uh, psalms 103 called me this morning. I think you should answer it. <laughs> hallelujah. Toda. Psalms 103, hallelujah. Bless Abba, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless Abba, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy? Who satisfy thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like an eagle? like the eagles, like yours, Kokavia. Abba ex- executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moshe, his acts unto the children of Israel. Abba is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always shine, neither will he keep his anger forever. He had not dealt with us after our sins nor rewarded us according to our iniquity. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pities his children, so Abba pities them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for man... His days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of Abba is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. Abba has prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdoms ruleth over all. Bless Abba, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye, Abba, all his hosts, 
ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless Abba, all his works in all his places, in all places of his dominion. Bless Abba, oh my soul. Hallelujah. Told Abba for letting that call me today. Well, everybody have a blessed Shabbat. Well, hallelujah. You sound strong. I love it. David, you know, he's he's always sounding strong, even in his lowest moments. So that Psalm 103 makes me understand that you have to bless Jehovah at all times. You can't have um, oh, good moments and think that that's the only time you bless him. Or you have in bad moments and that's the only time you bless him. You've got to bless him at all times. This Psalm had a little forgiveness in it. It had a little redemption in it. Let's see what else. Not so satisfaction. I'm satisfied because, you know, when you think about how frail and temporary man is, just from the very beginning, a baby can't do nothing for such as the most helpless child. I was watching Nights on Earth on Netflix. It's a series. You guys got to watch that. But I'm watching how these animals, like for a flamingo, for example, they grow up so fast. Two weeks and they're ready to be out on their own. Wow. <laughs> Look at a baby and you be like, two weeks old, do something. Wipe your butt or something. You can't do nothing. <laughs> so when I think about how amazing the creator is and how we are so frail and so helpless and he's always there for us, we, we better learn how to number our days. We better learn how to give Yah the credit when he's, when he's necessary. It's necessary every day. Get up and say, man, thank you, Yah. I'm awake again. What a miracle. We think childbirth is, is dissolved. It's something else. Y'all know the statistics about childbirth, especially in America? Do you know that our black babies die at a higher rate than anybody else because they think that you be lying when you come in talking about, I'm okay, because you're supposed to be able to take it. They did so many experiments on you black women because they think that you're supposed to take it. So when I say we survived all of that and we still survive into this day, all praise to the most high. This is something that I'm satisfied. Thank you, y'all. I know you're the one who rules over everything. You're not letting them just come in and do what they want. This is a beautiful place we're living in. It's called Earth. They're trying to run up to the heavens and escape. Where are you going? Where are you going? You're going to be brought right back here, right where I am, and your time is going to be short. So I thank the creator. Thank you, sister, for reading Psalms 103. I hope that we are teaching ourselves that internal way to bless the creator. Do it every day. Do it in the good times, bad times, high times, low times. Always give y'all the glory so that it can be on autopilot when you lose your mind. <laughs> You're like, I don't know, I forgot. But you ain't forget for real because your internal parts are saying, hallelujah, all praise be to the creator. All right, that's enough of that. Told us this, uh, appreciate you. Okay. Is that it? Really? Me, you, and the wire. So that is what our psalm service consists of today. I'm going to sit back in five seconds. I'm going to see what happens. I, I think so. I think what happened is I, I didn't refresh the board. You think that was the deal? Okay. Well, let me refresh the board. No, sorry. You were wrong. Okay. Well, we're going to move right along. <laughs> no. Uh, we want to give glory to the creator. I did, I'm going to go ahead and read Psalm 91. All right, I'm going to go ahead and read my Psalm 91. I don't have to wait for this. 
to to um, expression session. I can do it now since we have a lack of psalmist. Okay. This was the other psalm that called me today. Psalms 91. Um, any of the psalms that we we read have a very embedded message, even down to the shortest psalm, Psalm 117. A great message. And I would like to deliver that message in let's see, the form of reading Psalms 91. O thou that dwellest in the covert of the Most High and abidest in the shadow of the Almighty, I will say of Yah, who is my refuge and my fortress, my Elohim, in whom I trust, that he will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence, and he will cover thee with his pinions. Under his wings shalt thou take refuge. His truth is a shield and a buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrows that flyeth by day, of the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand may fall by thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand. It shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold, and see the recompense of the wicked. For thou hast made Jehovah, who is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy tent. For he will give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee upon their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and ask the young lion and the serpent shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and bring him to honor. With long life will I satisfy him and make him to behold my salvation. Hallelujah. Well, I have to say, you know, Psalms 91 is like a release to me. It's a, it's a release to turn to this psalm and move out of the shadows into sunshine. It is a release that there is a light that is, what I would call a, a sombering admonition of Psalms 90. I love that there's a way to appreciate even more the sublime assurances of this psalm. The Most High is our security. That seems to be the theme. He preserves those who abide in him, love him. Those promises are not for people who run to the Most High only in times of danger. This is for those who dwell in the presence of the creator. So when you're feeling a little bad, you know, and you've always called on the creator, that's normal. That's part of living. But you staying in that stuck feeling of, oh, woe is me, and most I don't love me, and I hate this world. And, oh, you getting caught up. You got to be careful because those are the snares. Those are the snares. The most High is preserving us. And he's making the holy of holies his habitation. So if we talk about the holies of holies, and what, what room do we have to make ourselves unholy? Start with the thoughts that we have. And the thoughts that we have in our own minds about our own selves, they plague us. 
these snares and pestilence, the arrows, the plagues, the stones, all of these things that are mentioned here are adversaries. These are perils of our, a lot of the times when you read our history, these are some of the things that our ancestors faced, like head on, traveling through the wilderness, facing these snares and pestilence. But we have such a, a, a wonderful life. We take it for granted. All the things that create abounding mercies and loving kindness that he's given us. The life of you right now, you are victorious. You have peace in the time of war. You in the safest place in the world under the shadows of the Almighty. So wherever you are on the four corners, you are under the shadow of the Almighty. Reflect on that for a minute. Let that digest. Because any ill thought that you have towards yourself, you are doing the servant of the creator ill way, and he doesn't appreciate it. So we have to start talking life into ourselves, talking positive about ourselves, good vibes only. That's not just a saying. That's a lifestyle. It's something that we have to practice. And I thank him for this opportunity. I'm going to go to the board and see if there are any other hands in the air. If you're just coming on the line, Shabbat Shalom. Um, This is not the beginning of the psalm service. It's the end. So if you'd like to read the psalm, now will be the time to raise your hand. If not, we're going to move on to our next segment. Okay, I just want to make sure that we have, uh, I know Gavir Miriam is traveling, so it may be Dota Matanael that we hear from, and our co-Adira is on a mission. So we have our sisters that are out today, and we're going to continue giving glory to the Creator, though, no matter what. So without further ado, we're going to move on to the next segment, which is going to be the Hebrew word of the day, Okay. So we'll hear from Dodo Matana L, who will bring us not just the word, but the story. You know, she comes up with this ill story every week. I'll be trying to figure out whose window she was peeping in for the theme. It used to be me, but she's moved on to another another house. She's peeping through other people's window for stories for Shabbat. <laughs> but anyway, also, we have the prayer in Hebrew, which is pretty awesome. And vocabulary words, you know, the the milim, otzer milim. So I'm very excited about the lesson that Dota brings. And I thank the Creator for her life, and I pray that the Most High will continue to bless, nourish, and keep each and every one of us. I put nourish in there because these days, if you're getting food, you better pray over it. Like, hallelujah, I mean it from the bottom of my stomach because I don't know what they did to this mess. So please continue to nourish your people and clean up the food. All right, without further ado, here's the Hebrew word of the day. We are a little challenge. Good exercise. Good exercise. Bringing out the value and the meaning of the olive base. Yeah, I need it. Olive base. Talk with the olive base. Be with the olive base. 
Shabbat Shalom, Bokwe and greetings to you, Dota Matana L. All praise to the Most High. How are you feeling today, Dota? Uh, shalom, Shalom, Shalom. Can I be heard? I don't know. Shalom. Yes, loud and clear. Oh, 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 wait, hold on, hold on. I just feel some kind of way. I feel like you just trying to toss that in there so we know you got a new phone today. <laughs> no. Congratulations. Uh, because um, my daughter was like, that phone you have is garbage. I'm like, it's my garbage. I don't buy <laughs> well, okay, so, She like did I, not come out and tell you it's garbage. Yeah, it is. It, 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 it was, you know, but it was okay. It was my garbage. I was happy with my garbage. So okay. the post that was put on Facebook was like me. Oh, I'm so tired of this phone. smoking on my nerves. I got to go through five steps to answer the call. That don't make no sense, right? That, mm-hmm. and that was true. That's how many steps I had to go through. It was stupid as heck. Mm-hmm. And after that, my was like, well, why don't you get a new phone? I said, I am going to get a new phone. She said, when? I said, never worry. I'm going to get a oh. new phone. Never worry. So um, she left out, and then she came back in, right? She said, oh, guess what day it is? I said, what? She said, never worry. I said, huh? She said, here. <laughs> I was like, ah, I out of my <laughs> <laughs> It was so cute. Yeah, 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 okay, you and your never worry. So mm-hmm. that's what that was all about. Yes, indeed, ma'am. Yes, indeed. Well, I am so happy to know that right there now. is. A such thing as never worry. It comes to pass. Never worry. That's that. Yeah, yeah, that's my day. You know, people, and another way of saying, um, uh, don't, you know, none of your business or don't get in my stuff is no worries. I'm sipping my tea. <laughs> Just sip my tea. Let me sip my tea. I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to do with it. 
it's just it's just great. It's a whole lot of different little stuff that be going on that we don't well, understand. Can, can we drink? Can we drink half and half for iced tea? Because I I need a whole picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I a need a little picture. picture. Yeah, I don't a little picture. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I'd rather hear the Hebrew word of the day. I'd rather hear that. <laughs> okay. Oh, and thank you for reading my psalm this morning. I really Which one, 90 or 91? 91. Oh, no doubt. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It has been a minute, but that's my song. I love that song. I really do. And then you asked a real weird question. I was trying to figure out, I said, where is she going with this question? <laughs> okay, Kokabi, I see what kind of day we're going to have today. That was the weirdest question. I can't even remember what it was. I should have wrote it down. That's why I tell myself, write stuff down, because, you know, your your memory is not as good as it used to be. So, but I didn't. But it's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Because Yehoah Huto Kohatma, Kohatma Yehoah Huto, Anilo Ed'a, Ki'en Li Deyako. Hallelujah. Yehoah is good all the time, all the time. Yah is good. I will not worry. Because I have no work. And I'll stick with that. <laughs> yes, again. Sleek out, Miss Parker. As usual, my children are up and about. They don't know how to sleep. They don't get the concept of a rest on Shabbat. But it's all good. That's what they are, they're children. Children have much energy. All right, we're going to start off with our mantra, as we always do. El Yong, Kasakro, Bore Shoko de Verim, Barata Oti, Barata Otanu, We Barata de Verim O. Ani Hoabeko Akshoka, We Atata Azuali Le Havin, Ze Biglak She Atazo. Asiva she ani yakola lihiyot ko ma she ani tein ko ma she ani mehavel et ya. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things. You created me, you created us, and you created more things. I exist in your power, and you help me understand that because you are is the reason that I am. Or is the reason that I can be the best that I am. With all my might, I give unto Yehoah his praise. Hallelujah. And now, Yehoah, the heal E.T. Hayom Haze. Speak more O.T. Vazarin Kiani Rosala Ashok. Vajibikwa. Ta Azuali Lehisha Air. Ahanati Hanakom. Ta Azuali Yesh. Bakshaho. Kiyo. Im koko kai, and your chain like your holy shabako. Hallelujah. Please, y'all, be with me this day. Help me, support me, excuse me, in the things that I want to do in righteousness. Help me to stay on the right path. Help me to have positive thoughts, y'all. Your will, it will be done. With all my might, I give unto your holy his praise. Yeah. Ulai et hamelin 
Ha'ele, Shel Hate, Shelly Gavakisha. Ele Makshavot, Shele, V, Gavakisha, Atada. Atazuri, Wedo Ali. Yeshmi et Hako Akusno. La Aso, the man Ahur ya. Wehu ya ase the man Yishilka. Anio Haven et Akni. Anis the Lakle Akni. Anitai, Aremi. We mukana lihi modeg im o no. Ani beishlita male al hamak shavot she le we al a mukaki. Toraya al ko divarin. Hallelujah. Yeah, may these words of my mouth please you. May these thoughts of my heart please you also. You are my rock and my redeemer. I have the power to change. Take time for y'all and he'll take the time for you. I love myself, I forgive myself, and I accept myself. I'm alive, alert, and ready to face another day. I am in complete control over my thoughts and my mind. Thank you, Yah, for all things. Hallelujah. Anaya, Bavakusha, Nihio Itihayom Haze, Taazuali, Nikio Kihio, Lehash Pia, Ko Adam Ki Aniba A. De Mada in Hayon. Yvorek et Ke Yvorek et Let a bear rach eset in hak. Ma lihio will rach et ko hatora. Our ko ma she ata o she destroy. Lishmor o chi main hak hak in. Anivrota le hit peye. Nigarom le hem lo. Lihio ta adon shelly. As abu keg egye, li ashma. As ani lo ashem de ko, hakte gado, neged anashim o et hatorato. Baruk shem shel yehoa, shabakia ha adio. Anaya, please be with me on this day. Help me to be a positive influence on each and every person that I came in contact with today. Bless my mouth to speak only kindness and let wisdom be on my lips. I give you and only you all the thanks for all that you do for me. And now you hold, keep me from the sins I want to commit. May they not be my master. Then I will be without blame. Then I will not be guilty of any great sin against people or your Torah. Blessed be the name of Yehoah. Shabbat Yahadir. Praise the mighty Yah. Ani lehalel et Yehoah beko eight. Shabbatotami yihye al shabbatay. Yah. Ani yoda at she ani lo zereket lid o le ata ichi. Ko diegotai shlita. Ko diegotai shakav chi le reg le ka. Hayom yom yihye yom shel menetre a. Tisho kaya yi la kain ha kwarhotai le ma ani. Ani asir tora. Ani mo queer. Yeshmi ye hak. I will extol Yehoah at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. God, know I don't need to worry, for you are with me. All of my concerns I lay at your feet. Every day will be a victorious day. For you, Yah, will fight my battles on my behalf. I am so grateful. I am appreciative. I have an attitude of gratitude. With all my might, I will give unto Yehoah his praise. Hallelujah. In Yehoah, 
אני יכול לעשות כל דברים. יא, אני מכונה הישום הזה. אני מצויד בכל מה שאני זריקת. אני רשתי. יש לי נעליים של שלום. אני לא הולכת להדיג. אני לא אתן לנעשים לגנוב את שמחתי. ויכול החולק כל שברקים. נהדר, 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 יכול הכל כך. עכשיו, ותאמי. With Yehoah, I can do all things. Yeah, I'm ready for this day. I'm equipped with all that I need. I am empowered. I have my shoes of peace, and I'm not going to get upset, and I'm not going to let people steal my joy. To Yehoah goes all the glory. Great, wonderful, magnificent is Yehoah my power. Now, as always, hallelujah. Yehoah, ata hakokai, ani mekabedet otkai. אני אוהבת אותך, אני פתחת אותך. אנא רפא אותי, אנא להיות איתי, אנא ברק אותי. יהוה הוא טוב, כל הזמן, כל הזמן, יהוה הוא טוב, אני לא אדאג כי אין לי. ויעקב, הלויה. יהוה, you are my strength. I respect you, I love you, and I trust you. Please heal me. Please be with me, and please bless me. Yehoah is good all the time. All the time, Yehoah is good. I will not worry, because I have no worries. Hallelujah. Yehoah kokai wa meleki. Ani natein laka tora al kojavari wa hako. Ani moda laka al chai. Ani moda laka al shehi shehita. Betukim be ma shek. Ko ha kokai. אני מודה לך על שהאיר אותי הבוקר. אני מודה לך, יהוה, על משפחתי. הצפי לתי עבורי כי הגנה שלך ואהבה. נא שמור עליהם בתוכים. נא לברק אותם עם שקוט נפשי. נא לברק אותם יש יום מודהים לתת רצונך, יעשה חרויאק. יהוה, my power, my king, I give you thanks for all things and everything. I thank you for my life. I thank you for keeping me safe throughout the night. I thank you for waking me this morning. I thank you for my family. My prayer for them is your protection and love. Please, Yehoah, watch over them. Please keep them safe, and please bless them to have peace of mind. Please allow them to have an awesome day. May your will be done. Hallelujah. Shavak et yaha adia ki hu ra'oi le shavakim. Again, shavak et yehoa ha adia ki hu ra'oi le shavakim. Otaam, shavak et yaha adia ki hu ra'oi le shavakim. ורחמים שלא לשבור לנצח. אני מודה ליהוה, אבי ומלכי, על כל הדברים והכל. אני מודה לך על קשדך האוהב. אני מודה לך על שהכביש דש מצומן כדי להיות מודע לי ומקפח אותי. 
יש לקרקע את זה כמובמה מעליו, אבל לא אני. השבקים כתמיד יהיה על החיים היום. אני מודה לקהל שקרית נפשי. שם יש הרמינה, יש שלום. שם יש שלום, יש אהבה. אני יודעת ממימים ברוקותיי, ואני מודש לך. ואני מודה לך. נהדר, נהדר, נהדר את יכוח. הקוקאי, אני לא אדאה כי אין לי די אבות. יהוה הוא טוב כל הזמן, כל הזמן יהוה הוא טוב. שבח יה, האדיר, אלויה. Praise the mighty Yah, for he is worthy to be praised. Praise the mighty Yah, for he is worthy to be praised. Praise the mighty Yah, for he is worthy to be praised. His mercies endure forever. I give you thanks, Jehovah, my Father and my King, for all things and everything. I thank you for your loving kindness. I thank you for taking the time to be mindful of me and looking out for me. Some take it for granted, but not me. Your praise, Yah, will always be on my lips. I thank you for life this day. I thank you for peace of mind. Where there is harmony, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is love. I know where my blessings come from, and I thank you. Great, wonderful, magnificent is Jehovah, who is my power now and always. I don't worry because I have no worries. Jehovah is good all the time, all the time Jehovah is good. Praise the mighty Yah. Hallelujah. I release all negative thoughts that drain my energy. I think positive. I think positive. I am positive. I will concentrate on all the good in my life and be ever so grateful for all that I have. All blessings come from Yehoah. Hallelujah. I am appreciative. I am beautiful. I am blessed by the best. I am caring. I am dependable. I am confident. I am elegant. I am fantastic. I am grateful. I have an attitude of gratitude. I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. I am intelligent. I am jubilant. I am kind. I am lovable. I am mindful. I am outstanding. I am perfection. I am quality. I'm reliable. I am selflessness. I am trustworthy, I am vibrant, I am worthy, I am wonderfully made and highly favored. I am zealous for the most high in all his laws, statutes, and commandments, giving praise, honor, and glory to Jehovah, my power, my king, now as always. Hallelujah. Whew. I don't know about y'all, but I feel good now. Ha <laughs> ha! Praise the mighty Yah. He is so worthy. Kushava. He is worthy for the praise. Ra'oi, ra'oi, ra'oi. Worthy, worthy, worthy. If you don't know that word, there it is. It means worthy. Ra'oi. Worthy. Hallelujah. Yehovah Huto, Kohatman, Kohatman, Yehovah Huto. Ani lo ed aki endi deago. Ani etek et Yehovah beko eight. Ashavako yihiye lelo ha reis al sapati. Yehoah is good all the time, all the time, and Shah is good. 
I will not worry because I have no worries. I will extol your whole at all times. His praise will continually be on my lips. Hallelujah. We're going to start with our Otsir Malim, which is our vocabulary. It is clear. Barur. Barur. Beit Reish Wa Reish. Barur. It is clear. That. Harur. Harur. He He Wa Reish. Lake. Agam, Agam, Aleph, Samel, Memshofit, both, Shenehim, Shenehim, Shin, Noon, Yo, He, Memshofit, Hiking, Le Tayel, Le Tayel, Lamed, Tet, Yo, Lamed, Trip, Tiul, Tiul, Tet, Yo, Wa, Lamed, Maybe, Perhaps, Ulai, Ulai, Aleph, Yod, Lamed, no, Aleph, Wab, Flika, Lamed, Yod, Ulai. Close to, De Samuk, De Samuk, Beit, Samet, Mem, Wab, Kasofi. Return, I was used to the word choose. They have a new word for return, and that is Kazrim. Kazrim. Tet Wav Zion Ratio Nem Sophie. Kazrim. Return. Weather. Compound word. Weather. Not um, whether or not, but like the element outside, the weather. And the w- word for weather is Mezeg Awir. Mezeg Awir. Mezeg. Mem. Zion, Gamel, Awir, Aleph, Waz, Yod, Reish. So weather is Mezeg, Awir. Et, Et, Hamazir, Air, Habakus, Habakus. How is the weather outside? Permit, commit, or allow, commit. Me'ach shir, me'ach shir, mem, alif, se, shin, rage. Me'ach shir, commit. Swimming, swimming. And that word is lishchot, lishchot. Lamed, shin, chet, wa, lishchot. Enough, he has two words for enough. One is die which I didn't use this week, and the other one is maspik, is what I used. Maspik, enough. Ani, no, yeshli maspik, I had enough. I'm fed up, I had enough. Or, Um, akalti dai mazon. Or akalti mazon dai. I've had enough food. That's it. All right. Um, shower. Shower. Lehit kwaleak. Lehit kwaleak. Lamed he te. Kuf lamed. 
Ota'am. That's a long word. Lamed he tet. Kuf lamed chet. Lehit kwaleak. Shower. Nap. Lenom name. That's my word for the day. I just love that word. Lenom name. To nap or napping. Nap. That is lamed noon mem noon mem sophie. Lenom name. Nap. Forward. Forward. Kwetima. Kwetima. Poof. Dalit. Yod. Mem. Hey. Kwetima. Myself or alone. Levadi. Levadi. So that's a lamed, a vait, a dalit, and a yod. Levadi. These days. Bayami. No. Bayami. No. These days. Bait, yod, mem, yod, noon, wow. Bait, yod, mem, yod, noon, wow. Ba, yemani, these days. Reservation, reservation. And that is kizmin, kizmin. And that is hey. Zion, Mem, Yod, Nun, Sophie. He's me. Reservation. Dances, dances. Rechudim, Rechudim. Resh, Kuf, Yod, Dalit, Yod, Mem, Sophie, Ophaam. Resh, Kuf, Wab, Dalit, Yod, Mem, Sophie. Pack, pack. And that is Sherutz. Nope. Shah roots. Pack. Sheen, Aleph, Reish, Wav, Zion. Sheen, Aleph, Reish, Wav, Zion. Sharus. I was excited because right next to that word I have us, which is my nephew's name. Otanu. Otanu. And that is Aleph, Wav, Tav, Nun, Wav. Otanu. It means us. Wait. Wait. Lechachot. Lechachot al Yehoah. Wait on Yehoah. Hallelujah. Lechachot. Lamed chet ka wavta. Lechachot. Wait. For inviting. She kiz manta. She kiz manta. Shay, that oh, let me tell you something about that that um that Shay. That Shay oh that, that that one right there, I have noticed it 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 um it's like a connector to um a lot of words. Um it also can mean for, it can be to, it can mean uh that. So um there is a word for that, but what I've noticed upon my studying that they use <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway, okay. Like I could have said, um, Shehame, that they. So that's how that she works. She I need. Um, that I or for I or to I. I love that word. It it, it just connects the words in a sentence so that they can flow. That's what that she does. But but this one we have here. It is, 
I went on the tangent and I lost my word. Okay, these days, four inviting. So that's the, the Shay is the four part. So for inviting, it would be Shay, he's Monta. Shay, he's Monta. So that would be Sheen for the Shay. And then it's a Hey, a Zion, a Mem, a Node, a Noon, excuse me, and a Ta. Friday. The day of the week, Friday, it is Shishi, Shishi, Yom Shishi, Friday, okay. Um, later, that is Me'ukar Yotir, Me'ukar Yotir. That's an old word. I used to give you all that one all the time later. So if you want to say later, you go Me'ukar Yotir. So um, that's another compound word. Meukar is Mem, Aleph, Tet, Reish. Yotir is Yod, Wav, Tav, Reish. Meukar, Yotir, or Meukar, Yotir, depending upon how you like to speak. Boating, boating. That is the word for canoeing, because they don't have a word for canoeing, so I use boating. And the word for boating is Shir Oat. Shir Oat. Is voting, Sheer Oat. Samet Yod Reish. Aleph Wav Tav. Sheer Oat. That's the deal. Part two. Part two. Chelik Shene. No, Shene. Slika. Kwalik Shene. Shene. Compound word. Part two. Part is Chelik. And that is Chet. Lamed Kuf. Shani is Sheen Nun Yod. Sheen Nun Yod. Shani. That sounds good. Zenishma To. Zenishma To. Zayat He. Zenishma Nun. Sheen Mem Aleph. Tov, Tet, Wav, Zayt. Zenishma Tov. That sounds good. Best of there. Last week, we heard Leah and Dina talking on the telephone, Atevapo, about a trip that Dina wanted to take with her family because they haven't seen each other in a while. So let us continue with our story. And this is Talik Shani, part two. Leah. Shalom, Dina. Leah Khan. Dabarti im Alisha. Luak haz manim shalo. Barur lo ocho. So shavua. I'm Hey, Dina Leia here. I spoke with Alicia. His schedule is clear for the weekend. So, it's a go. Dina. I need some results. Nobody yom shishi. Ma anaknu hokim la asot basho hashivua hahu. I'm glad to hear that. Other than Friday, 
what are we going to do this weekend? Leah, is the cabin near the lake? Dina, Kane Kane. Yes, it sure is. Leah, Maybe, if the weather permits, the kids can go swimming. If it's not hot enough, then they can go boating. Heck, if time permits and weather permits, maybe they can do both. Dina? Zay Nishmato. Fashabat Nukal de Kayil Rabokuyev. Keshu Keshe Anaknu Kozrim Anaknu Wekolim Lekit Kwaleak Li Eko U Le Nom Name. Le Akar Mekem Nukal Le Kwabel Et Che Be Hanu. Okay, let me do that again. Le Akar Mekem. That sounds good. On Shabbat, we can all go hiking in the morning. When we get back, we can shower, eat, and take a nap. Then we can get our praise on. Leah. Levadi, Kohamish Paka, Kazot, Kilo, Mashe, Anachnu, Medabrim, Alao, Be Yemino. Girl, you can tell that I'm really looking forward to this trip. I'm not by myself. The entire family is. That's all we're talking about these days. Dina, Mekuwa, Shelo, Medabar, Rak, Beladin. They he's mean la nu gam arukat we recodin. Since this isn't just about the kids, they has made reservations for dinner and dancing for us as well. Leia, say masha kore. Ani es ye batu ak sharuz me shehu nikmad le eli we weili shuvdina um ret. Um, umeret, umeret leze tora she has manta otanu. That's what's up. I'll be sure to pack something nice for Ellie and me. Again, Dina, tell Zay thanks for inviting us. I can't wait. Dina, Zema she ese ubakain harbe ahava akuti. I will do. Well, sis, much love. Talk with you later. Leah. Ani de Ago. Shalom Harbe Ahava. No worries. Bye for now. Much love. Besadea Mishpaka Gamarti. All right, family, I'm finished.
Eso quiere también dejar, 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 y yo joa copay a mulachi a sacatam Always remember, great, wonderful, magnificent is Jehovah, my power and my king, now as always. Taman king. Also, Debar Kayuvi, Teshahir Kayuvi, Takshu Kayuvi, Deklav Yehovah Hu Kayuvi. Shabbat Shalom Hakol. Also, speak positively, stay positive. Think positive because Yehovah, He is positive. Shabbat Shalom, Hakol. Shabbat Shalom. Dora, Dora. Shabbat Shalom to you as well. Uh, you guys, if you have any questions about this lesson, you can always refer back to the prayer line page on Facebook or you can go to the uh, Hebrew for Beginners uh, for Dora's page and or refer to our website which is www.facetheland.com. So, great lesson, Dota. I hope I got an invitation. You know, it's kind of sad. I, I, I ain't been getting no invitations to these things lately. Can I, can I go on the trip, too? <laughs> I would love to go on this trip. Yeah, right? Yeah. It sounds so much fun. To you. Now. Yeah, it's all up here. It's all up here. Right here. That's where it is. So I am having um, fun with this. With this, it's, it's, it's here. Yeah. No more okay. peeping in people's windows. This is an ongoing story now. Okay. This is the second ongoing story. The first mm-hmm. one. Uh, what was the first one? The first one was the kids with the summer, and they went to stay on the farm, and then they got the little horses, and then um, they went to the market, and then. Um, the vein, he wanted to stay with his grandma and grandpa forever. His mama felt so kind of weird about that. <laughs> she was like, but we'll miss you so much. You can't do that. Yeah. And, uh, it, it's, a great, it's a great little story, you know. Um, so I, I don't know. We're it's waiting just, on the book. We're waiting on the book, though. We're waiting on that book. That's it. No. See, I keep telling you all I got them like in little stories. So mm-hmm. this is like the first little story was the summer vacation. Now this little story, this story is called the camping trip, but they're not really going camping, but I, I didn't think of another word for it. They're going to the cabin. They're going out, you know, they're going to the country and they're going to the cabin because they's family, they own this cabin. All you have to do is let them know. Last week's story, they's family own the cabin. Just let them know in advance, you know, that you want to use the cabin for whatever time, mm-hmm. you know, and they make it open to you. But you know what I did catch in your story, Dota? A bit of controversy here because you guys were going hiking, shower by morning, come home, take a shower, didn't you? You know, I, I, I heard that. There's a little controversy in your story. <laughs> okay. Now, let me come explain on. how that works. Okay. Um, Hashaba, um, especially when it was nice outside, we would take all the yellow deans, Okay, and we would walk. We would walk to the park, okay, and then we would come back. That's a hike. We took a hike from the Knesset, okay. We walked, and then we came Good back. Save. Good save. Good save, Zoda. No, it's not a save. That's what we did. 
Well, I'm saying <laughs> that's what we did. From thinking that she was violating Shabbat. That was a good thing. No. Was like, no. <laughs> no. Never. Don't Never. I got a new way of handling things. And, you know, we in, we modern age Hebrews, so we be adding stuff to the list. We be like, we can do this now, no. But that was a good story. I'm so happy that you shared it with us. And <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, 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 I said, mm, somebody's going to have to feel some certain kind of way. I was mm-hmm. like, but all I'm doing is going outside, walking, um, getting I, one with Yah, with the nature, <laughs> the park, the birds, the, yes. you know, the yes. lake. The yes. Water. Yes. I know. Bring the clarity. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But maybe instead of saying hiking, because I understand that 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 requires a lot of you know vigorous activity to hike. The word mm-hmm. I should have used was um, a holet, holet team. Maybe we can go when? for a walk. Walk. Yeah. Okay. A walk. Gotcha. So we can gotcha. go for a walk. So maybe. Thank you for pointing that out. Maybe I will change that in the story. And change it to walk because I don't want nobody to think that I am ever in violation of Shabbat because that's not what I meant. I'm because I guess I guess I'm trying to give you more words, so I use the word hiking, and I should have used the word walk. That's what I should have used. I apologize for that. Good save, Kokavia. Good bringing it out. But yeah, teamwork makes the dream work, Zoda. No, and and, okay. and I agree with you. We don't want to confuse anybody. And these are just stories, y'all. This ain't real. She ain't peeping in nobody's window, coming up with a theme for the story. These are these are just words to bring it to life. And that's why I just wanted to highlight that, so that just in case anybody took it out of context of what we're doing here, we're just sharing what we have. We're trying to increase our knowledge because what the whole share of chapter fourteen say? <sighs> My people die for a lack of knowledge. Lack of understanding. Yeah, lack of understanding, really. Yeah, that's true. They just don't understand. They don't understand. <laughs> I read, I read I, that somewhere. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know what? That makes so much sense. It, it just does, you know. Yeah, and I, I highlighted it, but it's probably gone. But I did highlight it. I was, where was I reading? I think, I think it was in the uh, Marquis portion. Let me go back to that Marquis portion real quick. I'm gonna let you go. I am. Um, it was Isaiah. That was the mock test portion for this week. It was Isaiah um, 6, 1 through 13. So, let's see. Okay. And it was a point in there um, where the Most High said that that's what he wanted Isaiah to do. And, um, um, let's see. Oh, um, it's, it's, it starts at verse 9. So, it's 6, 9. He said, meaning Yehoah. Go tell mm-hmm. this people, be ever hearing, but never understanding. Be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Make the mm. heart of this people callous. Make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise, mm. they might see with their eyes mm-hmm. and hear with their ears and understand mm-hmm. with their hearts and turn and be healed. I'm, I got with mm-hmm. these. Don't mm-hmm. confuse them because they, they are so dumb. That they will confuse them enough. No, seriously. But if you confuse them enough, okay, maybe they'll see with their eyes and hear with their ears and have an understanding heart. And then they'll hear what I have to say. Yeah. Then they'll hear what I have to say and be healed. I was like, if that ain't deep, that ain't nothing. 
Come, let us read this together. Let us talk about this. Can you confess your sins, silly? I mean, lady, love you. No, that was a really good story, Dota. I'm not going to take anything away from it. And it it is it's, it's important for us to pick up on the vocabulary words because what happens is you can use them like haklaah. We talked about that also. And Tayel, we talked about that. His name is the whole name. Walk humbly before the creator. We can interchange these words, use a different word, and make a greater meaning or a variation, a different meaning. So it's important to know these vocabulary words and how to use them. And I like your shade. At first, I thought you was talking about my cousin. I'm like, why is she talking about she's a joiner? <laughs> you mean the word shade. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's just, I, and, I and what that makes word. it so deep, it's just mm-hmm. a sheen. You put a mm-hmm. sheen in front of um, front of um, I, me, you, um, mm-hmm. us, it, it, that sheen, it means It makes that. the ownership of kind of, right? It's, no, it's it just takes away, it, it, just, it just takes away from a lot of extra words, like that okay. I can, or that Shay does that. Instead of saying, mm-hmm. um, Zot ani or something like that, which is mm-hmm. like a compound word. They just put a shay in front. I've, I've been reading, and I, I noticed that. So now I got to the point where instead of saying um, uh, az, uh, azot um, ani, I just go ashay ani. Okay, because I've, got, I've seen it so often, and I see it when they, how they use it that I was like, yeah, I don't picked up on that one. Yeah, I had to mention that today because that was really remarkable to me. <clears throat> but well, I am going job, to though. fix that sentence in that um uh in the in in, in the story and I'm gonna take it from um jogging. I mean hiking. Haha <laughs> jogging. I went jogging, y'all. <laughs> She just cracked herself up again. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, well, y'all. That's all right, though. We're moving right along. She's cracked herself up, and while she's in the midst of cracking herself up, we're going to put her together again with some tour of mine. Well, this is Best that moment. Soda Rabat, Soda, we really appreciate you. This is that moment we got to wrap up. All the family, get everybody in the same place, and let's let's get that uh, our mind going. Because what happens is this is the day that we have to hear the words read in our ears. So this is that time. So get ready for the Torah portion. This is Torah minded. Shabbat shalom, everybody. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has set the world in their heart. Yet so that man cannot find out the work that Elohim has done from the beginning even to the end. Ecclesiastes 3, 11.
and all is well. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom, Nicole. Keep singing, brother. Keep singing. I love that voice. <laughs> Hallelujah. I pray you're having a good time up there. I'm sure the sisters up there received you with the hospitality of Abraham. That's the way we do as Hebrews. So may y'all enjoy each other's presence and enjoy the holy Shabbat day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Yehoah, our power. All praise, all honor, all glory to the Holy One of Israel, the maker and creator of heaven and earth, the one who's given us the breath of life, even the power that dwells within each and every one of us. Thanking the creator of heaven and earth for the divine laws left on record. Asking the Most High to give us the strength, the desire, and the wherewithal to walk in his ways all the days of our life. May we all be forgiven for our many sins and our transgressions, for we are flawed people that strive for perfection. May our days be lengthened and filled with righteous deeds, as well as the favor of Yehoah, our power. Giving thanks unto Yehoah, our power, for this holy Shabbat day. The holy Shabbat day is a day of resting and ceasing from all of our mental and physical burdens. May we rest and cease from all of our burdens on this day and focus all of our attention exclusively on the making creator of heaven and earth, his laws, statutes, and commandments, and even the history of his chosen people. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Giving thanks for this holy convocation by way of modern technology. Thank you the most high for the life and welfare of our beloved elder, even Ima Tamar. May the most high restore her health 100%. I ask that we all send out a special prayer for Brother of Sarnayamon, Danny Klein. May the Most High restore his health as well. Thank you the Most High for the opening prayer by our beloved chief man, even Sarnayamon, Danny Klein. Thank you the Most High for the life of our beloved host, Stephen Convert, Bokavia, Bat-Lewi. Thank you the Most High for the psalm service and all participants therein. Thank you the Most High even for the segments that have yet to come, namely the health spot by our beloved Convert, Adira, Ishak, Rabbi, Benyamin, Ben-Lewi. Giving thanks for the people behind the scenes. Uh, thank you the most high for the life of Gavert Tirza by Yisrael. Giving thanks for the silent listeners, although I don't hear your voice, I truly feel your spirit. Hallelujah. Today's Torah portion has a theme of Yitro, Jethro. Yitro is the second word and first distinctive word in the portion when you read it in Hebrew. It is the 17th weekly Torah portion in our annual cycle of Torah readings. It is the fifth portion in the book of Shemot known as the Book of Names, also known as the Book of Exodus. And it constitutes the Book of Exodus, chapter 18, verse 1, and it reads through chapter 20, verse 23. But before we begin this week's lesson, I'd like to quickly review last week's Torah portion to bring us up to speed. Last week's Torah portion, the theme was Beshalach. In that Torah portion, we discussed how the Mosai led Yisrael to a place called Etam. We spoke about how Pharaoh pursued. We spoke about how Yisrael complained, and they were comforted by Moshe. We discussed the Sea of Reeds and how it parted, and Yisrael crossed on dry ground. Hallelujah. Todayah. Hallelujah. We discussed Pharaoh's army and how they continued to pursue, and they drowned. We discussed the song of Moshe and the children of Yisrael. We discussed the children of Yisrael and how they once again began to complain. We discussed how the, Most High, how the Most High provided for them. In spite of the complaints, he provided quail and manna. So hallelujah. We discussed the law of the Shabbat day. We discussed how Joshua led the children of Israel to victory over the Amalekites. And we discussed how Moshe built an altar. 
representing his desire to draw near into the creative heaven and earth, which is a desire we all should have, even in this day and age. This week's lesson, to give us an overview of Torah portion Yitro, we'll discuss how Yitro brings Moshe, his wife, and two sons. We'll discuss how Moshe accepts Yitro's counsel. We'll discuss how Yah's message for Yisrael was revealed. And we'll discuss Yisrael's response to that divine message. We'll discuss how the Mosai promises to appear at Mount Sinai. We'll discuss how the people were sanctified. Mosai appeared on the mountain by way of his divine glory. We'll discuss the Ten Commandments, which are the foundation or the rudiment of all that we know to be righteous. We'll also discuss how Moshe draws near unto Yah, and also the commands concerning idolatry in the altar. Hallelujah. Nehaleluyah. To jump right into this week's Torah portion, I pray that the message is well received. I pray that we can all apply that which we learn and close within this portion. Hallelujah. Moshe's father-in-law was called Yitro. Yitro was a title of excellency. And it literally means excellent. His surname was Reuel. Reuel in Ivrit means a friend of the power, friend of the mighty one, friend of Yah, friend of the Most High. So the name Reuel in and of itself, it alludes to the fact that the Most High has friends even outside of the nation of Yisrael. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we know this because Yitro was a title. Moshe's father-in-law held in the priestly order of the Midianite nation. He was not a Hebrew. Midian was a son of Abraham and Keturah. His descendants are called Midianites, and they migrated to the east country, known today as Arabia. So this Torah portion refers to him exclusively by the name Yitro, the Midianite title. Yitro heard all about the benevolence of the Most High, extended toward the children of Israel. The events of the Exodus brought fame to the great name of Yehovah our power, Sodayah. Moshe's wife, Zipporah, and two sons, Bershon and Elazar, they stayed with Yitro while Moshe fulfilled his divine mission. This teaches us an important lesson as men. It is important as men to never place our families in harm's way. And this is why Moshe left his children behind and his wife behind when he went to go fulfill his divine mission of freeing and liberating our chosen people. The names of Moshe's children represents the significant events that transpired in his life prior to his divine calling. He was a stranger in the land of Midian, and the Most High saved him from the sword of Pharaoh as he fled from his presence. Hence the names chosen for his children. Gershon means stranger. Elazar means God is help. So Moshe was a stranger in the land of Midian where he was helped by the Most High. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And many of us, when we choose our children's name, uh, we often choose them from our life's experience that we've had with the Most High. And it should always be a name that exalts and glorifies the Creator. That's the Hebraic way. That's the Torah mind. Now, let's talk about Moshe and Yitro's reunion after the Exodus because they're very significant 
reference points that we can all use to gain more knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. The reunion of Yitro and Moshe at Mount Sinai gives us insight to the type of relationship Moshe had with his father-in-law. It was obvious there was a mutual respect between the two, meaning there was a genuine concern in regard for others' welfare. That's obvious in this portion. It's also important to note that Moshe told Yitro all that the Mosai had done on the behalf of Yisrael, and Yitro rejoiced. And with that being said, it is important to realize that when we proclaim the great deeds of Yehoah in the presence of others, we cause them to exalt Yehoah and recognize his divine works as well. It is our job as servants of the Most High to testify on the behalf of Yah's great works and acts. And when we do this in the presence of others, we win souls for our creator. You see, Yitro was moved by the testimony of Moshe. So much so, it caused him to bless the name of Yehoah himself. Meaning, Moshe caused Yitro to embrace the concept and truth of monotheism. And what is monotheism? Monotheism is the belief of one supreme intellect that governs all that exists. The belief in one higher power. Because of the testimony of Moshe, Yitro realized that the Mosai was superior to all deities of men including the ideology of his very own religion. Hallelujah. Mehalelah. And that's what happens when we testify on the behalf of our creator, on the goodness of our power in the presence of other people. Remember, we are the righteous light in the earth. We are to radiate that divine light so that we can acquire souls to glorify our power. It is our job as servants of the Most High to show the various families of the earth how to give praise, honor, and glory into the power that we serve. Now, this was so much so, Yitro offered or made korban. He sacrificed unto Yehovah because of the testimony of Moshe. The specific korban is called an ola. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The type of offering presented into Yehovah always gives us insight to the state of mind of the offerer. So it's important for us to always examine very closely the type of offerings that we speak about in these portions because they have a specific divine meaning and message that relates to the state of mind of the offerer. Korban or korbanot, sacrifices and offerings, coming from the root word kuf, resh, bait, which means to draw near which is a desire of everyone who presented a genuine offering into Yehovah. It still should be our desire in this day and age to draw near to our higher power. The specific type of offering was an ola. Ola coming from the root ayin, lamed, hey, meaning ascension. Ascension is the act of rising to an important or higher level divinely. So this is what was taking place with Yethro at this time. He's having spiritual ascension. He's going through the act of rising to an important, a higher level of consciousness. And it all took place because of Moshe's testimony on the benevolence and goodness of Yehovah, our power. This is what happens when we testify on the goodness of our creator in the presence of others. We cause them to spiritually ascend. The Olah, it is the oldest and most common offering known to man. 
It represents complete submission to the will of Yah. How do we know this? We know this because the entire offering is given to Yah. None of it is eaten by the Kohanim or the offerer. It is burnt exclusively into the make and create of heaven and earth, which represents complete submission to the will of the Most High. It expresses Yitro's desire to commune with the Most High because of Moshe's testimony. Yitro submitted completely to the will of Yehoah our power. And again, that is exactly what happens when we testify on the goodness of our Creator in the presence of others. So never miss an opportunity to glorify your power in the presence of others. That is an opportunity to win over a soul for your Creator. This represented the state of mind Yitro possessed as a result of hearing the great testimony of Moshe concerning Yehoah Sevaot and his people. Hallelujah. Now in Moshe and the elders of Israel all broke bread with Yitro in the divine presence of Yehoah. On the next day, Moshe sat to judge the disputes of the children of Israel, and he did so from sunup to sundown. And Yitro saw that the job was too great for one man to do alone. Message Israel. Yitro made a suggestion to Moshe to evenly distribute the responsibility of pursuing justice amongst the people. Yitro realized that Moshe bearing the burden alone was not a good thing. The Mosai did not intend for Israel's leadership to be that of a dictatorship. It's not a one-man show, and that's something that we have to apply in this day and age. Oftentimes, we think one man should be responsible for the entire community, for the entire congregation, for the entire nation. But that's not the ultimate design that the Creator had for his people. And we'll see that that becomes very evident in this portion. Again, the Most High did not intend for Israel's leadership to be that of a dictatorship. To truly administer justice, prevent corruption, and maximize efficient and effective leadership, power should be evenly disseminated. And this portion is the blueprint for such a thought process. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In addition, as a leader in Israel, it is paramount to attempt to right the wrongs of the people, one against another, to pursue justice. That is a major prerequisite of being righteous, to have that desire to pursue justice. That is something that we should do in our homes, in our communities, in our congregation, in our nation as a whole. It is important to teach the people so that they can know the laws of Yehovah, so that they can assist in this process. This causes the leaders of today to be placed in a very precarious situation because we don't have that direct line of communication to receive the law as Moshe did. And with that being said, not even teachers know everything. Therefore, the people must help to ensure that our leaders and our teachers meet the standard of Yehovah, our power. One hand washes the other. We are all leading and teaching each other collectively. It's not a one-man show. It's not a one-woman show. We all help to edify one another. We must embrace that concept. This is the concept that's taught to us in this week's lesson. This is the concept that helps to remove the burden from one man or one woman in the nation of Israel. 
In the book of Exodus, chapter 18, verse 21, it provides us with the criteria or qualification to be considered a leader in Israel. And this is something that we should all pay, pay special attention to. The first criteria is must be an able-bodied man. Able-bodied men. Men with the ability to both teach the law and to indiscriminately pursue justice. Number two, choose men that fear the most high. These are men that have the utmost respect for the most high and his divine law, statutes, and commandments above all things. That fear of the most high should cause these men in leadership positions to always pursue righteousness, to always pursue justice, to indiscriminately justice, meaning you have no bias, you have no favorites, you don't see people, you see truth, you see the situation for what it is. Number three, they must be men of truth, hating unjust gain. These are men that are fair, that are just, that are equitable. Hallelujah. Nehalelujah. And if we don't have these type of people in leadership positions in our various congregations or communities in our nation in this day and age, we have to make the necessary changes so that we can find favor with the Creator, so that we can be in line with the blueprint left on record. To the council of Yitro, to Moshe was to handpick such men and cause them to rule over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. This alludes to equal representation of the people, evident by the fact that Moshe chose men from every single tribe, meaning there was no segment of the population that was disenfranchised. Every segment of the population had a voice. They had a representative which is something that we must consider in this day and age as well. We want no segment of our population silenced. We want everyone to have a voice. Western civilization has adopted many of our Hebraic concepts, but not all Hebraic concepts in its entirety. They pick and choose. For example, the concept of a westernized judicial court structure was born in the book of Exodus, chapter 18, verse 26. It's first in this portion. The idea of a magistrate, state, superior, and supreme court it was all birthed from our Torah portion. You see, Moshe represents the supreme court because all hard matters came to him. The rulers over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens, they would act as the magistrate, state, and superior court which would handle all matters in which there was a precedent already established. But the things that was too hard, that was not yet established as a precedent, that would be brought to Moshe. That would be brought to the creator of heaven and earth. Moshe took heed to the council of Yitro and implemented the wisdom he shared. Imagine that. This was a Hebrew man, a prophet of the Most High, and he took advice from a Midianite, someone who was not even a Hebrew. There's, there's a lot that we can learn from that point alone. It lets us know that wisdom is not exclusive to the nation of Israel. This is why we as servants of the Most High, we have to have our ears tuned to the frequency of wisdom so that we can recognize it no matter where it comes from. This is something that we should all pay special attention to because 
This is a manifestation in the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, verse 1, which asks a very profound question. In that chapter, it says, does not wisdom call and understanding put forth her voice? And it did so in this portion by way of Moshe's father-in-law, Ithro, who was not an Israelite. He was a Midianite. You see, we have to be willing to receive wisdom and search for it in all places. We should also take heed to the fact that wisdom is not exclusive, once again, to the children of Israel. Wisdom can indeed be obtained from other nations, just so long as we use the Torah as our filter for the information that we acquire. Hallelujah. In this portion, Yah presents an important message to Israel. In the third Hebrew month, Siwan, after the Exodus, Israel entered the wilderness of Sinai. Hallelujah. This came to pass in three moon cycles. They entered the wilderness three months to the exact date of the Exodus, which means it came to pass in the middle of the Hebrew month, Siwan. It is also important to note that Moshe is now returning to the geographical location where he initially received his divine calling. Moshe drew literally near unto Yehoah, and the Mosai called unto him from the mountain. Mosai wanted us to look at the divine judgment rendered upon Egypt and allow it to be a reference point to hearken unto Yehoah's voice and his divine covenant, to adhere to his divine calling. Therefore, we learn from the book of Exodus, chapter 19, verses 4 and 5, that we should allow the judgments and divine punishment of others to be used as divine motivation to adhere to the laws of the Most High. We should look to the people round about us. Look at the way many people are disobeying the laws of the Creator and look at the judgment that Yah has placed upon them because of their disobedience and use that as motivation to serve the Creator in truth and in righteousness. We should look back at these stories and the mistakes of Egypt and Pharaoh and use those experiences in our divine relationship with our Creator. Learn from the judgments that Yah has placed on other nations. Learn from the judgments that Yah has placed on other individuals and use those experiences to strengthen your relationship with the Creator. Allow it to act as motivation for you to serve the Most High with a renewed zeal. In doing so, we would be considered a treasure unto Yehoah from amongst all the peoples of the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We were divinely called to be a kingdom of priests, a holy nation of people. Moshe surnamed the Zakwanim of the nation, the elders. I'm sorry, he summoned the Zakwanim, the nation of the nation, the elders to relay the divine message, signifying once again the importance of elders in the Hebraic structure. Are we using the resources that are available to us in this day and age? Are we going to our elders for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding? Are we seeking them out for guidance? If we're not, it's like cutting off our nose to spite our face. It is important for us to once again bridge the gap within our community. Bridge the gap between the generations. There is a generational gap in the nation of Israel that we must close once again. 
meaning we must take the page out of Moshe's experience and allow our elders to be intricate in our spiritual walk with our creator. It was evident in Moshe's life. He used the elders for all of his divine experiences. For all of his divine missions, the elders were an intricate part of the experience. And our elders should be a divine and intricate part of our experience in this day and age as well. Let us have the presence of mind to use the resources that are available to us. And our elders, their divine resource that are available to each and every one of us, use that resource. The host the of, joins the conference. The it articulates the biggest lie known to humanity. The people responded to Yah's divine message by saying, all that Yahuwah said, we will do. And we know that to be a lie. This is why we owe the Creator so much. Because we are bound by oath, by contract, many generations ago, and we never fulfilled our end of the obligation. It is now time for us to repay Yahuwah by way of our obedience. It is now time to make good on that response that we stated as a people in unison many generations ago. We said that all that Yehovah said we will do. And we didn't keep that promise. It is now time for us to fulfill our end of the obligation. It's time to keep that promise. The most I manifested by way of a thick cloud for the people to believe. God commanded the people by way of Moshe to be sanctified or to be made quadosh. What does it mean to be quadosh? Quadosh in Ivri is translated as holy. What is holy? According to the Hebraic state of mind, according to the Torah mind, what is holy? Quadosh or holy is to be set apart, to be consecrated, to make free from sin, to make sacred, to make spiritually pure and dedicated for the specific purpose of serving Yehoah. The process consisted of washing their garments, emphasizing the old shade. Cleanliness is indeed next to godliness. The process of becoming ritualistically clean, it took three days. And on the third day, they would be prepared for the divine presence of Yehoah at Mount Sinai. But the Most High is a pure and righteous power. And in taking that into consideration, the Most High set boundaries as to prevent the people from approaching upon a sacredly pure area and losing their life as a result by way of stoning or being shot through. So on the third day, there was thunder and lightning and a thick cloud on the mountain. In that instance, there was a blast of a horn, as in to call a solemn assembly, thereby establishing the precedent for the shofar. Hallelujah. They hallelujah. All the people feared the divine presence of the Most High. Moshe brought the people to meet with Yah, and the smoke, fire, and quaking of the earth caused Israel to once again be greatly afraid. Moshe charged the people to adhere to the boundaries unless they gaze upon Yehoah and die. So it's important to be able to follow instructions because your life sometimes depends on it. He also commanded the priests to sanctify themselves for the divine revelation of the Torah on Mount Sinai being first and foremost with the Ten Commandments of Yehovah, found in the book of Exodus, chapter 20, also known as Hadbarim at Yehovah, 
or the words of Yahweh. The words enclosed within the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verses 1 through 14, are the rudiment of all that is righteous. It's the foundation. The principles articulated to Moshe on the mountain are the foundation of everything deemed right in the earth as we know it today. Virtually every nation upon the face of the earth has borrowed aspects of this divine law to encourage morality and spirituality. The divine words being with the, uh, they begin with the affirmation, Anoki Yehoah. I am Yehoah. The law is prefaced with the positively assertive declaration and confirmation of the great name. Hallelujah. Todayah. The great I am is a formal statement or expression of ascension to the great eternal Yehoah Sevaot. Not only was the name of Yehoah to be affirmed, but also the great works of his mighty hands was to be affirmed. We ought to always remember that Yah is the power that brought us out of captivity, out of bondage. Why? So that we can serve him in truth and in righteousness, so that we can embrace his law, statutes, and commandments in its entirety. The other significant piece of the divine affirmation was the fact that in Ivrit, it stated, Anoki Yehoah Eloheka Asher Hotsetika, Me'eret Mitzrayim, Mibet Avadim. I am Yehoah thy power who brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. We should never forget that. That's something that we should keep in our mental Rolodex the forefront of our mind, we should constantly cast our thoughts back into the days of antiquity and remember the benevolence of Yehoah our power. Remember why we were freed from captivity. Remember why we were freed from bondage. And that was to serve the creator. So if we're not using our freedom and liberties at this time to serve the creator of heaven and earth, then we are still slaves. And it's time to emancipate ourselves from mental slavery. It is now time to embrace that which we forsook at the very beginning, that which caused us to even become snared, taken away to the various corners of this earth. We forsook the laws of our creator, and it's now time to embrace those laws to be a part of that remnant that we desire to be. This is a fact that the Most High never wanted us to forget, so much so that the Almighty attached his affirmation to the divine laws in which he freed us to walk in. In fact, the purpose of our freedom was so that we could adhere exclusively to the divine laws of Yehovah. The foundation of our divine laws. They're found in the book of Exodus chapter 20 verses 1 through 14. And allow me to quickly read them. Hallelujah. Ten Commandments. And Yah spoke all these words, saying, I am Jehovah thy God, who brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee a graven image, nor any manner of likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down unto them, nor serve them. For I, Jehovah thy power, am a jealous power visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me and showing mercy unto the thousandth generation of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of Jehovah thy power in vain, 
for Yehovah will not hold him guiltless that takes his name in vain. Remember the Shabbat day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. The seventh day is a Sabbath unto Yehovah thy power. In it thou shalt not do any manner of work. Thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gate. For in six days Yehovah made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore Yehovah blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Hallelujah. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which Jehovah thy power giveth thee. Thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. And again, this is the foundation of righteousness. This is the foundation of all that is righteous in the earth. All the other laws, statutes, and commandments that we cover, they fall under that divine umbrella of the Ten Commandments. Hadbarim at Yehoah, the words of our power. This foundation, this rudiment, this structure should never be forgotten. We should reinforce this by teaching it to our children, by teaching it to anyone who would hear. The people perceived the thunderings and lightnings and the sound of the shofar. The sound of a shofar was used to sound an alarm, to announce a new king to proclaim a solemn day, as well as to announce the year of Jubilee. Since this was not a shofar sounded by man, but was indeed a divine alarm sounded by the Creator, all seven mentioned functions of the shofar explains the significance of the blasting of the horn at Mount Sinai, evident in the fact that the Mosai sounded a divine alarm to announce himself as our king, to proclaim a solemn event, and place the divine emphasis on our new release, our new freedom, our first jubilee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The sound caused the people to be afraid, and they stopped, and they stood far away. The Most High displayed his glory to prove to the people of Israel, of his divine presence. Moshe told the people that the sound was made to deter us from breaching the laws the statutes and commandments. Moshe then physically and spiritually ascended into Yehovah in a thick darkness. The Mosai said to Moshe to point out the fact that the people were witnesses to all that had transpired. So who are Jehovah's witnesses? It's the Hebrews. Always remember that. We are Yah's witnesses. Not the people going around door to door trying to force a deity down your throat. Remember that we are the true witnesses of Jehovah, of Yehovah. Some say Yahweh. We are the divine witnesses. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Mosai also gave Moshe insight concerning the altars of Yehovah. We were only to offer in the specific place Yah caused his name to dwell. 
and be sure to do so only on altars built with unhewn stones. The natural stones used to build the altar would represent Yah's works in its natural essence and not tampered with by the vain minds of man, hands of man. You see, the Most High is pure. Therefore, the places we commune to him must also be pure. Our worship to Yehovah should be organic, just like the stones used to build the altar that we presented our offerings on. Mosai also gave divine insight to the prelude of the divine structure or construction of the most sacred of places. In fact, in the fact that no steps would be used to go up to the holy altars, preventing the uncovering of the offerer's nakedness which prevents sexual immorality in our worship to our creator. And that's something that we were trying to avoid. We didn't want any type of sexual immorality in our worship to our creator because the people of the nations that we came to dispossess, also known as the Canaanites, they were sexually immoral several times over. They worshiped their deities with sexual acts. So to prevent that from being a situation in the nation of Yisrael, the Most High was sure to make sure that our nakedness was covered in our worship to him and our formal proceedings to him. So those steps would be used to go up to the holy altar to present your offering because the Most High never wanted our nakedness to be uncovered in our worship to him. Which lets us know in this day and time that our worship to the true living power, Yehovah Sabaoth, should never be fused with sexual immorality. And that's something that makes us set apart. We're different from the other religions. We're different from the other methods of worship. We're different from the people that we came to dispossess because our laws makes us set aside for the specific purpose of serving the Most High. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Torah can be found in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah is pronounced Yeshiyahu meaning the salvation of Yehoah. And the book consists of 66 chapters. It is the longest prophetic book. The book is divided in three sections. The first 35 chapters comprises prophecies and discourses concerning Judah and the nations. The next four chapters consist of extracts from the book of Kings. So it includes a lot of our history. The last 27 chapters deal with prophecies concerning the Babylonian exile. The prophecies extend to the post-exilic period as well as the people returning from Babylonian captivity to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. Isaiah prophesied during the last part of the 8th century BCE when Uzziah, Yotam, Ahaz, King Hezekiah, they all reigned in Yehuda. The prophecies covered a period of 40 years. Therefore, Isaiah had a 40-year tenure of performing the will of Yehovah by way of prophesying and bringing the word to the people. The Torah can be specifically found in the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, and it reads from verse 1 to verse 13, hallelujah, mehalelujah. And this week's Torah discusses the Merkava, the heavenly chariot. This was a divine revelation that could be likened to this week's Torah portion. Isaiah perceived Yehoah sitting on a throne surrounded by seraphim. He vividly described 
these beings and their behavior. They had six wings. Two covered the feet, two covered the faces, two caused them to fly. They spoke divine words as they moved to and from. Those words were Quadosh, 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 Yehoah, Sabaoth. Holy, holy, holy is Yehoah, Master of Hosts. During the vision that Prophet Isaiah experienced, he volunteered to be an emissary and deliver Yah's divine message to the children of Israel. But only after being divinely cleansed and having his sins expiated, which is an important step for us all. We too are divine emissaries. We too are called to bring a divine message to the people. But we too must have our sins, our transgressions removed. How do we do that? We don't wait for Yom Kippur to do that. That is a state of mind that we must embrace on a daily basis. It demands constant introspection. We must embrace the concept known as teshuva. Some call it repentance, but it is that divine desire to reconcile your relationship with the creator, to return to the mark of righteousness, especially after we stray to the right or to the left. So on a daily basis, we must examine ourselves. Look at the man and the woman in the mirror and have that spirit of the prophet Isaiah to have our sins removed, to have them expiated. And again, we should not wait for Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, to do that. We should embrace that spirit on a daily basis. That way, our lips can be cleansed so that we can bring forth the divine message of our Creator to the peoples of the world. Hallelujah. Mehalelujah. The prophecy alludes to details of the diaspora for the many sins of the children of Israel. Because many of the sins perpetuated by our ancient forefathers are still the same sins in this day and age that plague us as a people. This is why we must learn our history. This is why we must learn from the mistakes of others. And we have to use that insight moving forward in our relationship with the maker and creator of heaven and earth. Because our sins and our transgressions They've, let, they've caused the land of Israel to be desolate, to be empty. It's still desolate and empty in today's time because the people who inhabit the land, it's not theirs. It's yours. And the only way we'll acquire that land once again is by learning from the mistakes that we committed in the days of old to cause us to be in this very unpleasant circumstance in this day and age. Let us have that spirit of Isaiah, the prophet. Let us have that desire to have our sins removed, to have them expiated, to be cleansed, to bring forth the divine message of our creator to the world. Let us have that desire to be divine emissaries of Yehoah, our power. I pray that we all rise to our truest potential because it is indeed unlimited. And in closing, there are seven concepts that I would like to emphasize from this week's Torah summary. 
that's paramount in our spiritual walk with our Creator. Number one, like Moshe, we should never bring our family members into harm's way, evident by the fact that he left his wife and two children in the land of Midian with his father-in-law because he didn't know what to expect in the land of Egypt where he was commanded to return and fulfill his divine mission, freeing God's chosen people. So we as men, we should never subject our families to any harm. We should always keep them protected. And that's something we learned from our beloved prophet Moshe, blessed be his memory. Number two, we should all be on the lookout to acquire wisdom from any and every person we encounter in our daily walk of life. Never be the type of person that misses out on wisdom simply because it did not come from a fellow Israelite. Remember, Yah has a relationship with us all, even those outside of the nation of Yeshua'el. And oftentimes, Yah will use the most unlikely source to bring forth divine knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And this is why we have to have our ears tuned to the frequency of righteousness and wisdom so that we can recognize it no matter where it comes from. But always remember to use the Torah as your filter for the information that you acquire. Number three, the Most High had a divine message, which is still very much applicable in this day and time. We were made to be free men and women, liberated for the specific purpose of serving Yah. So if we're not using our liberty and our freedoms in this day and age to serve the creator and the creator exclusively, then we're still slaves. And the only way that we'll emancipate ourselves from mental slavery is by embracing the Torah mind, by embracing the laws that we forsook from the very beginning, which caused us to be taken and snared away. Number four, the nature of our divine relationships with the Most High is one that is bilateral, meaning the Most High made a promise to us contingent upon our promise of obedience to the divine laws, a promise for a promise. We have entered a bilateral contract many generations ago. It's now time to live up to our end of the agreement. And we pay or repay Yehovah by way of our obedience to the divine laws left on record by embracing even the spirit of those divine laws in our everyday interaction. Number five, our true purpose and identity is disclosed in this Torah portion, which is to be a kingdom of priests and a holy people, sanctified for the specific purpose of serving Yah. That is our calling. It is time to now embrace our calling. Number six, the rudiment or foundation of all that is righteous stems from Hadbarim at Yehoah, or the words of Yehoah enclosed within the book of Exodus, chapter 20. Note that four commands were specific to Yah, but six of them are directly related to your interpersonal relationships, one with another. Not minimizing the four directly related to the Most High, but emphasizing the fact that a major part of serving Yehoah is directly correlated to the way you treat your fellow brothers and sisters. You cannot proclaim to be a servant of the Most High when you treat your fellow brother or sister like trash.
Number seven, last but not least, we can recognize a common and primary theme from the book of Isaiah that is consistent all throughout the Tanakh, which is the world and men are divinely governed. And that sovereignty is based on morality, justice, and equity. Our way of life should be based on purity, justice, and ethical conduct. In addition, there is a special and everlasting relationship between Yah and the children of Israel. Hallelujah. For all who are committed to acquiring souls for Yehoah, the method of conversion lies within this Torah portion and is clearly expressed in the testimony of Moshe made to Yitro on behalf of the Most High. Proclaim the great benevolence of the Most High to all you encounter, and you too will also acquire souls for Yehoah. Please continue to meditate in the book of the law and apply the concepts enclosed therein to ensure that you remain Torah-minded in your spiritual journey of life. And as always, remember that you are worthy, you are beautiful, and you are loved. Remember that you are protected and blessed by the best. Remember that your potential is unlimited because your heritage is sacred. Hodula Yehovah Titov, Kile Olam Kashido. Hallelujah. Nehaleluyah. Hallelujah. Once again, all praise to the creator of the universe. You know, our history is amazing. I say it all the time. There's nothing more greater than our history. And when you read it and understand that not only are the commandments that have been given to our people for our betterment, but it gives us this plain understanding of who the creator is to us and how to keep and honor all the things that he has put on this earth for us, from our parents to humanity. I mean, everything has an order. And I just love this portion. And he did such a great job speaking about Yetro. And then did you know that that was a title? Wow, very good information. But what what happens is sometimes we close our ears to the advice because, oh, you're not an Israelite. You don't understand. But this man was giving Moshe some very valuable information, something that not only can he use and apply, but he can understand why he needs to delegate. It's a, it's a bit of a mess when you got yourself in so deep that, you know, nobody else knows the job but you. You have to train people. You have to duplicate them, you know, duplicate yourself in them and, and show them how to do it. But the creator chose a specific group. He said the elders, which means you got some experience on you and you should be able to, you know, relate to this information a little clearer. That way you'll be able to share it with the next generation. But these laws, statutes, and commandments left on record is for our betterment. And Moshe's father-in-law, Yethro, he understood that there were miracles that the creator had performed for our people. And um, I thought I heard the brother say that the Midianites were not Hebrews. They're not Hebrew Israelites. Remember, Moshe's um, running into other Hebrew groups of people. You know, Abraham, the Hebrew, had a, a, a wonderful array of children. Now, we have to be Hebrew in order to be Israelites. But every Hebrew is not an Israelite. So they were not Israelites. 
but they were Hebrews. And uh, the concept of monotheism were, was, it was pretty much exclusive to Abraham, and he's sharing this information. So it's not new to the Midianites, but they, were they practicing that? Not necessarily. The wonderful thing about it all is that we are the families of the earth, and we relate some way or another. But Moray did a great job. I don't need me going back into it. I just wanted to share my thoughts on this portion. Um, I'm so thankful to the Creator for choosing us as a people, His kingdom of priests and His holy nation. And He has given us the opportunity, the time, and the wherewithal to respond to Him. And uh, He said it was one of the biggest lies ever told. Hell, all that you say, we will do and obey. <laughs> I agree so much. It was the greatest lie ever told, but it was the greatest commandment. It was the greatest promise. It was the greatest commitment that the creator and his people made between each other. And it still stands to this day, even if we don't like it. It doesn't matter. We are still the same people that it, 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 it is speaking of. So once again, Toda More for bringing us this information, reading us the Ten Commandments, making it plain. You're not supposed to take the name of the Most High in vain. You are to keep the Shabbat. Honor your parents. Do not murder. You know, don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't be a false witness lying for somebody or on somebody. And 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 don't have a covetous heart. You're being coveting of somebody else's stuff. Oh, I didn't do anything, but you know you did. It was in your mind. So let's consider that the Creator is watching. And he's taking note, not just of the things that you're doing and saying, but what's in your mind. Yeah. So let's let's be mindful. <laughs> no pun intended. All praises to the Creator again for such a beautiful portion and uh, helping us to understand smoothly how this Torah functions and giving us an understanding on why we should bring ourselves closer to the creator. Great, great, great information. May the most high continue to be magnified. Now, we skipped over a segment, all for the sake of um, making sure that we don't have a big gap in time, but we're going to go back a little bit, and we're going to go to the, um, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. We got a couple of sisters that have been traveling. Amy Miriam is one of them. We're going to go back to that segment where we're going to hear from Gavera Miriam. She's going to bring us some uh, information about post-traumatic slave syndrome disorder, that PTSD that we suffer from. Some of us might suffer more than others. And we're going to bring light to this thing that has gone through our communities, this illness that's gone through our communities, and some of us don't recognize that we're suffering or the ones that we love is suffering from this thing called PTSD. And we have a lot of ways to get ourselves up out of that. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and give the floor to the very Miriam as we get into this segment that we lovingly call Still in the Coffee. All right, family, stay blessed. Shabbat Shalom.
for the exodus, the movement of your people. Shabbat Shalom. I'm ready for the exodus. Tov, I know you have been moving around, shaking and bouncing, sharing and loving. Now you're here on the prayer line. Yet again, all praise to the creator. Welcome back. It's time to spill some coffee. Yes, hallelujah. I am elated to be here. I'm very uh very, very grateful to the Most High for allowing me to have the breath of life to move through his days and his nights and, uh, you know, just uh, giving me the opportunity under his great son to greet the people of the Most High, Shabbat Shalom, Alekum, and also to just be grateful and thankful for the night that has passed by that he's allowed to rest to come. <laughs> Sorry, I, I rested a little bit. My timing is, um, I, I look like I'm in all the time zones, you know, over a period of time. So, therefore, you know, I am just um, regrouping, and I'm so happy to be regrouping with you all this morning on the Shabbat day you know, and thanking the Most High for allowing my family to be in so many places that where I go, wherever I go, I can rest my head. Wherever I go, I can. I feel so welcome. And, you know, not, that doesn't happen to everyone. And I know that that is the blessing that comes from the Most High, like the prophet that traveled and wherever he went, he had a place to stay. They'd make him someplace up in the attic, wherever it was. It didn't matter as long as it was nice, it was clean, it was, you know, and it was filled with love. And that's why I'm so grateful for. Hallelujah. Thanks to my my son-in-law and my daughter and family here. Um, I'm home. You know, this is the home that I grew, that uh, I was raised in, that I grew up in, I was born in. So, you know, home, they say, is where the heart is. So I'm very grateful and thankful to the Most High that he is allowing uh, all of these parts to come together. And that's what we need, and that's what we are praying for today, is that the parts of us will come together. You know, we are very broken people in many ways because of what has happened to us, our own uh, doing, unfortunate, but that, you know, we have had experiences that span the globe that span time, and now we're, we're, we're striving to pull it back together. How do you pull yourself back together after being broken? Well, first you have to understand and know that the brokenness is not our, uh, that we were able to do it ourselves, but that it was thrust upon us, that it, we were given the space to move within uh, time to do some things that would prove we proved ourselves not to be worthy, unfortunately, and we, we caught the hell for it. And we're paying for it even up to this day. However, there's another component where there's a creator. The creator has said it won't be forever. And that there have been influences in our lives uh, over our period of time that have caused us to hmm, spiral out of control, to say the least. 
when we look at the post-traumatic slave syndrome disorder theory, we're looking at how we have um, been traumatized into positions that we ourselves do not want to own any longer. We find ourselves that have we been stressed out in ways that have taken our lives, that have taken our livelihoods, that have taken our families, and, you know, we don't want that anymore. So I just wanted to give a quite a little review of this thing, this slave psychology. You know, it's a phenomenon that has really, how could it have happened? Only a power as great as the Most High could have had it happen. Because when you look at where we are, scattered in the four corners of the earth, and I thank the Most High for um, travel mercies that has allowed me to go to a lot of different places, from, you know, spanning different continents. And I see, and it is verifiable, that what the Most High said would happen to Israel has actually manifested. It is manifested in so many different ways that uh, even all the people who write these wonderful books and articles, because we are a case study, and they look and they say, look at these people here. What is it that, that makes their condition so reg- easily and readily recognizable? And we have an answer for that. Hallelujah. Toda Yehoah for waking us up and giving us the Tanakh and giving us our history back. Because this is where this is where the wherein the answers lie. The phenomenon of the slave psychology. Let's turn to Jeremiah twenty three, one through seven. Hallelujah. Woe unto the shepherds that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Most High. Therefore, thus saith Jehovah, the, the power of Israel against the shepherds that feed my flock. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away. I and have not taken care of them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Most High. And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of the countries whither I have driven them, and will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. And I will set up shepherds over them, who shall feed them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall any be lacking, saith the Most High. Behold, the day is come, saith Behold, that I will raise unto Jacob a righteous sheep, and he shall reign as king and prosper and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Yehuda shall be saved, and Yisrael shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called. Yehoah is our righteousness. Hallelujah. Well, you know, the Most High has left us clues along this path of, of our undoing. And on this path, He's saying, look, I'm dropping these jewels so that you will know and understand that though you find yourselves in a pickle in a barrel, that I will rescue you. I will rescue the remnant, the remnant of those who will bethink themselves in the lands of their captivity so that we will understand that though this is a deep, deep, deep process, that it will not last forever. So the PCSSD Disorder, and and it it leads us back to healing, getting healthy, because we're going to do the research, get the information on why and how we find ourselves in these predicaments. We're going to become ready. 
because we're becoming aware. We're going to become ready of nutritional value of foods. We're going to become ready of what goes into our minds and our thoughts. We're going to become ready of what goes into our spiritual realm, that there is no man that could save us from all of this degradation that has happened to us. There's no man who can go and and disallow the most high vow or that he put upon us. There's no way that can happen. So what has to happen is that through the process of return, every single thing that we touched, that we broke, that broke us going down this ladder, we are going to have to fix it. We have to do our part to fix it to go back up. So we're looking at how we need to arm ourselves with knowledge of every single thing, of every single component of life. We cannot remain the victim. We have to become our own salvation in the sense that the Most High says, listen, I'm going to help those who help themselves. So we look into what is the essential, what are the essential components to breaking the slave-making process? We have to do our homework. That is number one. Because some of, the, some of our people are walking around not believing that we are who we are. There are so many of a, con, con, a conglomerate of our people who are walking around thinking that we are descendants of the Egyptians, for example. The Kemet, the, 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 the conversations that I've had with so many of our people in my travels, it's amazing how separated we are from one another in our knowledge, in our knowing who we are. Though other nations have experienced PTSD and they've experienced traumatic things in their lives and in their history, they were always able to regroup because they knew their identity. And that's what's so missing with our people. We don't know who we are. We're calling ourselves by adjectives as opposed by who we are, by the name. We're saying that we're Christians. We're saying that we're Buddhists. We're saying that we're all kinds of, of, of adjectives, but we're not understanding that that cannot be a people. Because you can be, for example, let's take, um, I, I like to pick on the Chinese a lot, because they are one of the oldest nations on the face of the earth. And when you look at them, and you know that they, too, have even moved over into the Christian world, some of them saying they're Christians, they are Jehovah Witnesses, or they, but what they do is when they do it, they travel together. They come together in whatever it is that they're doing. And when you ask them who they are, they will tell you they're Chinese. Then they may say, but I, I do practice this and I practice that, and that becomes a part of their own remaking of their culture. But when, when, the, when the chips are down and the push comes to shove, they come together as a nation, something that we have not yet to understand fully because the Most High said that the shepherds that were over us, those that said, hey, let's be Christians, you know, they, they moved us into a realm that was unhealthy. They moved us into a realm that was untrue. So they moved us even further away from the Most High. And the Most High said, I got something for them because they indoctrinated you with untruths, and I have to pay them back for that. For those of, the, of those uh, mastery of enslavement, they have a price to pay too. 
So now we're getting all that back because that's historical knowledge. That's the verifiable truth. And once we have that, the question is, now what? Now what? Now what, Israel? What are we going to do? Well, the Most High says, listen, this is what I give you. And here's the promise. This is part of the promise. Jeremiah 23 and 7. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith Jehovah, that they shall no more say, as Jehovah liveth that brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but as Jehovah liveth that brought up and led back seed of the house of Israel out of the north country and from all the countries whither I had driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. Powerful. Powerful statement. You have to trust the Most High to go forward because when will this happen? In His time. In the Most High's time, He's going to allow us to um, make the changes that need to be made. He's going to help us to strengthen our natural senses. He's going to reverse the curse which is happening. He's going to help us organize in righteousness the family. He's going to help us reduce the chaos within the family and around it. He's going to, even most high, remove the the chaos by clarity of mind, healthiness of body. Because if you read in Leviticus 11, you know, and I said, my my son-in-law, he mentioned this a little bit this morning on the way in, is that, you know, we, we we can't even agree on what we should put in our mouths. Not what comes out of our mouths, but what we should put in our mouths in terms of what we should eat. Like when you read in Leviticus 11, 1 through 46, it tells you the things that you should, should and should not eat. even talks about why. But, you know, the why should not matter as much as just being obedient and following the instructions the Most High gave us to make us healthy inside and out of our body. Because madness, people are struck with madness because of the things they put in their mouths to eat because of the words and the things that that come out of their mouths, the sicknesses, the illnesses that come upon us. He's going to rid us of religious denominations, which separates Israel from one another. It is, it is like, it's, it's like poison. He's going to rid the division within the division. Isn't that amazing? He's going to take away the illusion and give us the facts. The reality, we get reality checks all the time, you know. I don't know if you realize the tests that come your way, the tests that are upon us, because the Most High said this time there will be a remnant. A remnant is a piece of a whole. How big would that remnant be? Hmm. Well, based on what the Most High is telling us, and he doesn't give us a number for it, He says that it's going to be determined by righteous acts, by righteous deeds, righteous thoughts, righteous behavior. Well, well, what would that be? Well, there's a whole lot that we're going to have to change from within us. It's not coming from without. It's not coming from without. It has to come from within. You can look the part. I know some Israelites look real good, but what do they do? It's not about what you look like. It's what you be like. It's what you're doing. How will our actions prove to the Father that we are ready to return to his remnant, that we're ready to return into the fold? 
Well, he says, walk humbly, do justly. That means to serve the Most High, do his laws, his statutes, and commandments. Now, before you can do them, you have to know them. So let's study. We have to put ourselves into a place that we want this because that's another piece. That's a very important part of this process of return is to be redeemed, you have to be willing to make the change. Can't be forced. So I say to the children, you know your parents brought you up this way, but you have to find your own anchor and follow the ways of the Most High on your own. In Zephaniah 2 and 1, it says, Gather yourselves together. Yea, gather together, O shameless nation. Before the decree bring forth the day when one passes as the chaff, before the fierce anger of Yehoah come upon you, before the day of Yehoah's anger come upon you, seek ye Yehoah, all ye humble of the earth, that have executed his ordinance. Seek righteousness. Seek humility. Humility. One day we're just going to talk about that. Just all day we're going to talk about humility. But right now, you go do your own homework and find out what it is. It may be ye shall be hid in the day of Jehovah's anger. For Gaza shall be forsaken and Ashkelon a desolation. They shall drive out Ashdod at noonday and Ekron shall be rooted up. These are all the acronyms for the, for the nations and for those who have put their hands on Jacob's substance. Most I said, I will do that work. You just do your work. Woe unto the inhabitants of the seacoast, the nations of the Sherathites. The word of Yehoah is against you, O Canaan, the land of Philistines. So don't, don't think that the Most High has fallen asleep because man has changed the names, tried to change the marks of where, landmarks of where things are. Yah knows. He knows because he made all. He made these earths. He made these, these, these uh, universes, all of them. Hmm. He says, I will even destroy thee, that there shall be no inhabitants, and the seacoast shall be pastures, even meadows for the shepherds, and folds for flocks. So you have to get into your, your stance of who you are to understand the metaphors, how the Most High speaks on behalf of what he's doing. It's such a colorful history, such a beautiful history. Know for a surety that this slave experience that we've had hmm, has been and has had profound effects on the world. We're not the only ones that feel it because it's a ripple effect. You cannot destroy a whole nation of people and think that those around will not be affected too. Effected, infected, affected, yes, all of it. Because the scientific method, it shows that minds that are controlled, bodies that are controlled by others, they, they too have to find a place. They have to find a place that they can exist in, a justification for what they have done. And for those who have come so close to us, there are people out here in this world, you know, that do love us. There are people out there who appreciate our pain and our suffering. There are those same nations that themselves, find themselves suffering. You know, I sat with a woman last night and uh she's of the she's of the Philippine persuasion. And she talks about how she grew up in the United States of America 
Oh, the land of the home and the free. And she talked about how they grew up so poor and how things just so degraded, how she felt so disenchanted, how she, because why? She experienced, she experienced what we experienced, the racism, the, the, you know, the, uh, just disembarkment. Like, who are you? You just here because we let you come. You know, like somebody has all that power over you. And she talked about how they struggled, her family living in a basement, seven of them, in Queens, New York. And she talked about how she saw the struggle of the, of the races that were around her, her people. And she said, the, the, the Hispanics and, and my black brothers and sisters, she wound up marrying a brother, uh, a Dominican brother. And she talks about how she wished that she had a darker shade, a darker melanin in her, in her skin. She said she thinks she would have had more fight in her. Would you believe this? Now, these are people who not Israelites, but they, because they were so close to us in, in, in experience, hmm, that they went through it too, that they go through it as well. How they come and they want to have camaraderie with you because they understand. They understand mental slavery. They understand what it's like to be ridiculed because you are not uh, of the privileged race. You know, ridiculous. And that, I'm going to tell you something, that's ideology that they created, that was created by those that the Most High said, okay, I'll let the long-haired enemy come over you for a while. But they have gone so far beyond what the Most High said that they should do. So now the Most High said, okay, this madness is going to end. And the Most High said, I am going to do it for my glory. He is reconditioning his world, his earth. When you see the fires and you hear the floods and the hurricanes and the volcano eruptions, the Most High said, I'm purifying my earth. I'm getting it ready. I'm getting it ready to go back to the purification way of the way it was before all this happened. In Jeremiah 31 and 19, he's preparing a divine government for his loved ones. He's saying, look, you know, don't be distracted by all that you're seeing that's happening in these times. This is the time that you need to use to get your act together. Do not find yourself fighting amongst each other, disagreeing about every single thing, can't even agree on what you put in your mouth, can't even agree that there is no man that can save you. I don't care if you call his name J.C., J.J., Yirmiyahu, or what are the names that they want to call J.C. That is not our salvation. Your money is not a salvation, okay, that we have to know and understand that it is Yah himself. He says, I am the one that prepares the way before you. So this is all tied into our PTSSD, and it was so amazing that when I went to the conference that Sister Joy DeGruy was having on healing, okay, PTSSD in terms of not turning it in on ourselves, okay, to feel so guilty that we can't even lift our heads up, but to do just the opposite, to lift your heads up, to be remorseful about the things that we do that are not good and right and pleasing before the universe. She puts it in, form, in the form of the universe because that's the understanding Most High has given her. We have the, we have the root 
why do we keep just grabbing at branches? What the Most High tells us in Jeremiah 31, and starting at the 19th verse, and you can write these down and look at it, look at it later, by all means, you know, always. He says, surely after that I was turned, I repented. He's talking about how the Most High, let's start, start from 16. Thus saith Jehovah, refrain thy voice from weeping and thine eyes from tears, for thy work shall be rewarded saith Yehoah, and they shall come back from the land of the enemy, told by Yehoah, and there is hope, tikwa, for thy future, saith Yehoah, and thy children shall return to their own border. I have surely heard Ephraim bemoaning himself and has chastised me. Thou hast chastised me, and I was chastised as a calf untrained. Turn thou me, and I shall be turned. This is our prayer. This is Ephraim's prayer. This is Levi's prayer. This is this is Judah's cry. All of the all of the nations, all the tribes of Israel, we should be crying these unto the Most High. You're moaning within yourself as you move about in your day. I'm so so remorseful that I got to this point in my in my life, in the lives, in, in, in the, the the life of my family down the line. Through the multi-generational life of my people, we have been moaning and crying. The most I said, okay, let's refrain from that. No more. We don't weep at the wailing wall. We don't weep all over the place. Now, let's get the work going. Hmm. Turn thou me and I shall be turned, for thou art the most high, my power. We have reclaimed Yah, and he's reclaiming us. Surely after that I was turned, I repented, and after that I was instructed. You see how it works? Most I said, when you come and you cry to me, he said, now I'm going to give you the jewels. I'm going to drop the formula. Hallelujah. He says, and, and after that I was instructed. I smote upon my thigh like, doggone it. How did I miss this? It was right there in your own soul. It's right there within our own mouth. He says, it's nigh unto you. Hmm. He said, I was, and, 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 and it's true. We were ashamed, yea, even confounded, because I did bear the reproach of my youth. Is Ephraim a darling son unto me? Is he a child that is dandled? For as often as I speak of him, I do earnestly remember him still. Therefore, my heart, saith Yehoah, yearneth for him. I will surely have compassion upon him, saith the Most High God. You know, like a father to his child, we've been estranged from our power. When Most High said, you know, I think of him all the time, and I still love him. Most High said, I still love you, Yisrael. Now, if you would only come and love yourself, stop crying and falling out. I understand. I see. I see that you want to do what is right. I see that you yearn to return to me, and I want you back too. Hallelujah. Now, that is a relationship that is divine. Yisrael, want for it, strive for it, beg for it, plead for it, fight for it. It is all worth it. So in our PTSSD, we are discovering how to heal. We are discovering our identity. We are discovering what procedures and protocols we need to put in place so that we can live 
so that we can stop dissing and being dissed. Hallelujah. You know, I, I did this sort of as a review, and I also did it to as a reminder that only Yah can fix us. That is very true. But only the people, only those who will want to be fixed will that happen for. So I thank you for listening this morning, and I pray the Creator will uh, help us and heal us and um, show us how to find that balance and get rid of the mental slavery because it's in our minds. It's a deep place to be. It's harder to get it out of our minds than it was to get it off our, the chains off of our ankles and our necks. Trust me, because that thing inside, is, is, it goes deep and long. We're asking the Most High, Shah, to help us with our challenges, with our friends and our family members, and help us, O Most High, to stay alert, alive, and focused. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom, family. Love you much. Any questions, I'll take. Shabbat Shalom. Love you too. We're going to see if there are any questions. And if you don't know how to do it, raise your hand, star five star on your keypad, and you will be acknowledged. Uh, questions, comments, concerns, disagreements, agreements, whatever it is that's on your mind right now, now will be the time to respond using your keypad, star five star. Well, um, I'm glad that you have arrived safely to, from your destination. You have gone many miles in a short period of time, and I pray that you will return safely. And I thank you for bringing us this uh, portion. And think you were going to be able to do it. it was, you were sleeping real good. I said, okay, moving right along. We're going to have a quick day today. Um but I'm I'm very grateful that you um, came on and shared with us. Um, we also had a career, uh, Adira. I was uh, hoping that she can be uh, available as well. She's doing her her movements. Everybody is shaking and bouncing these days, and that's a good thing. But um, as far as what you spoke about with our PTSD lesson. It's always room for improvement, even when people think that they got going on, they understand it fully. I think that now would be the time. I mean, maybe maybe you have mastered the art. You maybe you understand now. You have to share that with the next person. You can't hold it to yourself. You know, we're in this all together. And if you found a cure or a remedy, or you have a, a technique that you can apply much like the tapping that you were sharing. And I think we should share that, especially if you know that it works and you've tested and tried. Because our people, one way or another, we're suffering. We may not know it or see it or acknowledge it. And you talk about the shame. You know, a lot of us, um, <laughs> you guys heard about uh, the, the basketball player again um, killed in the, in the accident. Well, there was a lot of talk about, you know, his past and he can't, you know, defend himself. So I'm looking at how they ragged this woman. They, they went in on her, you know, character assassination. And this is a problem that we have in our community because no matter who it is, no matter what nationality, 
they're not dragging the dead up and bringing up old stuff that is not wasn't even founded in the beginning. They're not going to ruin their brother or sister's name. But our people, you know, you name the price or whatever, and we can go there. And it's sad to me. It's sad to me that we would turn on ourselves that way. But this is the shame. This is part of the shameful behavior that we have to get rid of. And that is part of our problem. You know, the slave master put one of us over the other and caused us to think that we were better than the rest of them. Oh, you you know, a slave and, uh, that's in the field and the slave that's in the house. So it's a lot of that going on. People don't label it that way, but it's the same kind of behavior. And we see it being repetitive, and it needs to stop. So how do we stop that? Hmm. I don't know. Well, you first have to acknowledge that it's real. You have to find it, and you have to call it out when you see it, like the way it was done this time. I did see that. as a, That was a very different uh, prospect, and that was good that I'm seeing that, and we have to see that at least we're catching it. Because when you catch the mistake, when you, you, you know, perhaps you have an opportunity to fix it. This is not the time for us to be fighting one another when they're fighting each other. That's great. This is our time to heal. This is our time to come together and fix our problems. Come behind our closed doors and lock the door inside and let's deal with it. Don't deal with our things out publicly. We should not do that. Because first of all, the Most High said, I'm dealing with it outside. Let me do that part. You don't have to, because if you think you could fight your own battles and go on out there and fight them, then you don't have a pop pistol you nothing to fight with. So why would you do that when the Most High said, I'm offering you the help. I'm doing it for you. Do your, do your part here. To, and I thought about that when I, when I was saying that, about how we disagree on, so, on everything, that this, again. And that's one of the, the biggest problems that we have right now is because we do, we have been fed the lie that some of us are better than others, our people. And because we work on that premise that these things can happen, and they can happen so subtly that you suck S-U-B-T-E-L-Y, they happen so subtly and we don't even see that when it's, when it's going on. Even in the, in the higher auspices, the same thing goes on. It's the same. Whether you're in the White House or the Black House, it's the same concept. If they can get through through you to get to you to get to your own, they will use that. Those are strategies, and we have to. That's why we have to keep focused and understand how they work. They're very shrewd, including Edom. They're very, very. I mean, hey, they are cunning. The Most High would call them. So we don't want to think that they have lost that uh, those attributes. We want to call them that. Because evil is evil, and it's running rapid in the earth, and we don't want to find ourselves, you know, part and parcel of that where we won't be able to be reconditioned. Because reconditioning is a must to end mental slavery. If we don't do that part, we can't rewire our brains, then we will fall into the traps each and every time. So I'm glad that you brought that up because I certainly had it on my mind. Uh, You know, don't want to beat the dead horse, but... Um, I'm, I'm happy at least that we found some kind of remedy, that we did find it, but next time we got to do a little bit better and don't do it on the outside. Don't let it happen. Don't let it manifest. That's the things that we're doing now is we're trying to, um, you know, 
fix the problem internally. That's why humility is, it, talk about humility, humility is so very, very key to this process because you can't, if you want, look, if you want to do it your way, then how are we going to do it the most high way? You know, we, we have to, we have to let go and let God. I hear that all the time, but it's really true. It's really, really true. So I, I, I'm, I'm happy that you, you, you helping me to um, make those points even after you've made them. And I wanted to also say to you, uh, to the family here, when you talk about the tapping, while we are doing our research, when we come across <laughs> some damning information do your tapping while you are doing your research. Do your tapping while you're doing your – you know why? Because the, you may not know exactly what words that you will to use to help heal yourself, to help get – because a lot of people don't know they're sick, you know. So, you know, while you're doing that research and you see that that's what they did to Emmett Till and the things that they did to the, uh, the, that little brother, 13 years old, gave was the first one, they executed him in the gas chamber. You know, just do those tapping on yourself so that you can rid – those stigmas, while you are doing your research, you know, rid those stigmas from me, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that I can be clear when I speak. So that I can, you know, be, be, feel revealed, revelated when I put forth my effort to serve. See? That's the point. You know, because anger rests in the bosom of fool. Who, who are we angry at? For real. You know, it all does turn right back to ourselves. So may the Most High, you know, bless us and help us to, um, you know, find the profound effects, find the way to become a better people before him. Show the love. And I hear my Lisa say that all the time. She's such a sweet sister. Her birthday was yesterday, by the way. But, you know, show the love and be the love. Be for real. You know, we don't need no more half-stepping fetches, <laughs> they call them. So we're going to get it, though. We're going to get it right. Okay. Most high already told he loves us. Hallelujah. That's the key. Hallelujah. Well, there is one hand in the air. We're going to let Co-Adira uh, respond to the message that was brought forth today and uh, right before her segment. Look at that. We Everybody is coming on in slowly but surely. So down, so down. Shalom, my dear. What's on your mind? Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom, Gavirit. It is so good to be here listening to your voice this morning. I just had a question for you. I love this segment. I absolutely love this segment because it speaks to um, a lot that we need to um, identify and, and correct, make corrections in our own character and, and, you know, do character assessments and figure out how we're going to change things for ourselves. Normally we're looking for others to change things for us, but this segment, you know, really puts puts it into perspective for us. And I just wanted to ask you about that, um, about something um, relating to all of this. It's about that trust factor, that trust factor that we have and, um how we can uh, correct that also when we look to be uh, or have assistance from um, the oppressor, we normally end up in a bad way. Um, 
We don't trust each other, though, and we don't look to each other to make corrections in our lives or to help us make corrections in our lives because we don't have that trust factor. But then we go to right, run right into the mouth of the lion for help. And it's like that's kind of uh, it's, it's something that perhaps it was a learned behavior and all of this. I wanted to get your perspective on it because I see that people um, in, in what I offer don't seem to trust enough to make changes in their lives, even though they see that the direction that they're going in doesn't really work for them. They still lack the trust in, you know, the direction I'm trying to get them to go in, you know. So I'm thinking that that perhaps might be some kind of learned behavior that we have, you know, developed over the years and, and having come to uh, to this country and, you know, experienced all the tra- traumatic uh, uh, activities and things like that that have been, that we've gone through, our ancestors have gone through. Do you think that that might have a lot to do with it? Because our health is, our health is, we're, we're all caught up in a healthcare system that's really a sick care system, but when someone is telling telling you, okay, well, we have to make some changes and adjustments and, you know, people don't listen to that. It's like, wow, what is really going on? This is crazy. It's, it's, I mean, what do you think about that? That's interesting that you would uh, bring it up that way because it's absolutely true. But the first instance when we talk about trust is it's not just all internal. It's also an external factor of trust, and that is propaganda propaganda has really put us in a uh, in, in a in a fix because we have been taught to believe stuff that's not so even though we're looking right at it and seeing that it, it couldn't possibly be they have even had our minds to believe what they say to trust that it is true oh yeah that, that that's a blue that's a that, that, that's a blue car now, you know when well you're looking at it and as green as possible could be but you will say that it's blue because you want to be um, included. You want, inclusiveness has a way of causing people to, um, you know, don't want to stand out by yourself. And that is actually what has happened. It's happened in all of the systems that exist. We've been propagandized, if that's a word, to believe in what they say. Another thing is that we, in our enslavement periods, because they did just what Kokavi said, pit one against the other to make them think they were better, that the person who was doing, who was, I, I think of the movie Django, is that the one? Where, mm-hmm. you know, you are, they, they taught you to believe that you have the right to rule over your brother. So as a result, if you see your brother looking like he's trying to do something for himself, you got to push him back down because you got to rule over your brother. So it's 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 like a, a a cycle of madness. It is. It's a cycle of madness that we have bought into because we didn't. We figured that that would be the way out of our trouble. Instead, it fed right more into our troubles. Okay, and because we weren't able to to fix it one way or the other, we just joined it. You know, they say if you can't if you can't change it, just join it. And we have unfortunately joined 
into uh, the leftist hands because we didn't have really nowhere else to go. And it, it really has been a multi-generational, has had an effect on us throughout generations, and we don't know how to break the pattern. We, each, we teach it to our children, so it's inbred. And that is really what's unfortunate. They say, you know what? That's a cabbage. And you're looking at it and you go, hmm, well, I can cut it like a cabbage. I can, I can put it in the pan like a cabbage. Well, I can even chew it. So, therefore, it's got to be a cabbage. Not saying to yourself, well, hmm, just because it looks like a cabbage, you know, doesn't mean that it's so. Something could have happened, could be tampered. But because our behavioral patterns do not cause us to think that way, that we have to respond in a way like in the book Young Blood by John O'Killen. Your son from the precinct, they tell you, here, you take the, you take the belt and beat him. And the mother is crying like, I beat him. You already had him in here. You done beat him. He's down. He's out. No, you beat him, mother. If you don't beat him, we're not going to let him go. So the mother takes that belt. Her heart is bleeding. And every single time that she swings that belt and hits that boy over his behind parts and in his back, she is dying inside. But she's saying, if I don't do it, so, you know, damn if I do and damn if I don't. But if I don't do it, he won't be free. That is that that is a traumatic experience that many of us ex- have been under, in some form, fashion, or the other, through in our lives, in the generation that we live. In this generation, it's the same thing. It's just it takes a different form. But these people are so shrewd; they just refuse to let go. So the external factors. Okay, cause us to mistrust our own selves. And trustworthy of yourself. I don't trust myself to go back over there into that neighborhood because now that I am a social worker and I was a once drug addict, I don't trust myself going back into that neighborhood because them drugs is calling my name. Those are the types of situations that have really impacted on us, that have broken us, that have gotten us, I mean, disarrayed that keep us, unfortunately, in a position where we don't see our power. We don't understand that we have it. We don't know how to be disciplined to fight against the things that are killing us in the first place. So I, I, I see and I know of that to be factual. Uh, what we have to do is, like you're saying, we have to go back and do the homework and keep showing the story, keep showing it. So our people keep putting it before them. Remember, only a remnant, but keep putting it before them. So if they can't determine to change the way that their mind sees things, the way the brain operates, that that cabbage, though it looks just like the cabbage that grandma grew, it may even be bigger and all of that, that it's plastic, well, then they need to keep eating the plastic. They will. They will keep eating it. And that's Unfortunate, but that is really <clears throat> that is the, the the process. So if we can't trust the process, definitely won't trust each other. The process is from the Most High. We don't even trust mm-hmm. Yah. 
and that's really the, the, the crux of our, our issues and our problems today. So you are doing your part. The Most High said, and I read that in Jeremiah 23, he said, I will bless you for your part that you're doing. Right now, that's the best, you know, we got to go with what we got. You know, because if we could do the, we can't even do the law for another brother or sister. Can't do it. So your best effort is going to benefit you. And for those who have like minds and those who will see it and know it and understand it, understand it being the best thing in the world, they'll get it. If not, don't, don't, don't fret. The most I said, be not dismayed at the signs of the heavens. Our people, uh, we, we're, we're something else. They will dismay you. If you allow it, I just say I think that is um, that should help us, you know, to understand and know that if you mm-hmm. got the law sitting right before you to tell you what to eat and what not to eat, and you're still going to eat the other stuff because of the propaganda, what can I do? I can't go in and pull the stuff out your mouth, but I can put prayerfully, mm-hmm. and you do all the time, put the understanding in our heart. All right, we do have one more hand in the air. Any comments, questions, or concerns? Uh, now's your time. Star five star. I call Kaisaba. What's on your mind? I want. I first want to say, Ima, Miriam, thank you for what you do and how hard you work to bring us this information. You are absolutely profound to me. And I have a lot of respect and regard for you. Oh, I, um, I, I've been blessed. You know, I have insurance. And I can get, I have a, a therapist and a psychiatrist. I'll tell you guys why I'm telling this story. And I had to uh, go to my uh, husband's funeral, his, his wife, his mother's funeral. But the day before that, I had to go see my psychiatrist. Now, normally when I go to the office, it's just white people and me. I might see a black person, one, maybe. But this particular day, I must have seen about seven or eight black people, if not more. But what made me feel really, really good is that each and every one of us are in there getting the professional help we need. We accept the fact that we're in Babylon and, you know, it could be really traumatic on you. So I felt good not being alone and making the decision that I made to get the help that I, the professional help that I need. Not everybody can do it that way, mm-hmm. but there, there's so many different ways you can do it. You know, in your, your state, they may have where you could get counseling. Uh, they have sliding scales and stuff like that where you can get counseling. But I do go back to saying, Emma Miriam, you are profound. My husband and I appreciate your prayers. And thank you for all your hard work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Toda Yehoah. Yeah, we we are we're on the verge of uh, deliverance. I can say that because the Most High has shown it to me in my spirit, and He's also shown in the whole world. Like you can see that everybody, that all of our people are not going down with the sinking ship, and that's what we have to um, pull out of this out of everything that we're seeing and doing, pull out of it that we are not sick. You know, that we, you know, oh, back in the day, we sick, master. You know, no, 
wait a minute, let me rethink that. Maybe we're not so, maybe we're not, we are not sick like that. Perhaps you have your own sickness and, and, and I have my own, but we are not going to be sick together anymore. We're not going to be doing a whole lot of things together anymore. Not because I say so, but because the most high say so, because he's making a separation and he's telling us. Because it's um, one thing I heard a dealer say, and it's really true. We keep going to our, wow, well, you know, not that it's necessarily a bad thing, but we got to know when to cut it off. You know, we keep going back to the same one who has inflicted us with the disease or with the disorder, and we go back to him to have us fix it. Now, there's a good point to that, too, because the Most High said, I'll cause your enemy to show you favor. So he's going to have to fix it. If if the Most High is sending you there to him, he better fix it because, you know, he he may go home and cry to his wife or, you know, on his bed talking about, I didn't want to tell them the truth. I didn't want to, but something made me. Yeah, that's the Most High. So, you know, all of it is part of the process. So if you're feeling that you're getting the help that you need from the places that you go, go. By all means, go. It's better that you go and don't go and don't have no solution, you know. But just know that there may come a day, a time, and the most I say, you are ready now. You're ready to move on to another level, which means that you may need to leave there and go and do some other work. But, you know, we just as long as we're getting the work done, that's because this is our our we're on our new journey to re, to reach home, trying to reach home, you know. So therefore, it's a good thing. We got leaders, we got followers, we have the shepherds, we have everybody's in is in the mix. We're in here together, you know. I it was so amazing. I saw a woman on. <laughs> I, I can tell you so many stories, so many of them. There was a lady on the train. Sister, a sister was sitting on the train, on the D train going uptown, and two. Big, burly, white dudes got on. Now, I could look at them and see they were tall and big. Now, I said, either they are basketball players or, no, they they were perhaps former basketball players, but they looked like they had made a wrong turn. Perhaps in their lives you could see that they were, in their faces they looked drawn. Uh, Perhaps they got a hold of some stuff, you know. So they look like washed-up basketball players, you know. And when one of them, when they sat down, one sat on one side of this sister and one sat like catty corner to the other side, and she was kind of like sitting in the middle. They pulled, Both of them pulled out wads of money, right? Both of these two white dudes pulled out wads of money. And one of them, they was counting this big, these two big wads, and the sister was sitting in the middle of them. She said, you know, y'all can share that. And they started laughing, ah, you know, we can't do that. So now she engaged them from 59th Street all the way to 125th Street and beyond because they were still on there. Because after she said, oh, yeah, I got to get off on East Tremont or something. But at any rate, she's, when I tell you she engaged them in such a way because I guess she said, I don't know who the heck these are. But she pulled out every stop. She made sure they understood that she was sitting there, maybe she was black and poor or, you know, needy, but she brought everything out of her brain that she could think of that had anything to do with the power of a black man 
the power of our people, the knowledge of what's going on in the earth right today. And I mean, and she was she was on point, and she was making sure that people in that car. She wasn't yelling, but she was making sure that her voice was being heard by those who were around her. Now, some people would say, well, what in the world was all that about? But when we sit here today and talk about techniques for survival and we talk about um, growing and focusing and, you know, being, being a better, a people more in charge, you know, talk about the power that the creator has given us, the knowledge and the understanding, I knew right away, this is to understand. I got to make it out of here. I don't know who they are, but I'm going to let them know who I am. And I appreciated her for that, you know, and I said, wow, that's really deep. Would a brother been able to handle that? You know? So it's, it's, it's quite amazing how um, what the Most High will put into your mind and your heart if you let him in. You know, now I don't know her from a can of paint. I really don't, but I feel her spirit. You know, and she she was telling them, and she would tell them, you know, part of the horror story of a people that didn't have any money to count. You know, and at some point, I felt that they might be getting ready to give her some of that money, but I said, you know what, don't take it. But I knew they wouldn't. But you know, the fact that she warmed their Heart. She got to their heart, believe me. I don't know who they were. They could have been spies, but she played her part. And that's all most is asking us to do, is play your part. I got the rest. I got this. And um, so do y'all. Okay, so we have another question. Hands in the air. So let us get. To it, Shabbat Shalom, Yemanami. What is your common question or concern? Shabbat Shalom, with Bokrito. Um, good morning again to my sister and my daughters, and all the people on the line. First of all, all praise, glory, and honor to the Most High, our Elohim, the Elohim of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Israel. Secondly. Um, not only did I enjoy the talk of my sister Miriam, but I also urge everybody, and I'm going to put it out on my wide network of uh, emails and Facebook, wherever I can reach people. I'm urging you to go online and type in New York Times slash 1619 Project. The reason why I'm asking you to do that is <clears throat> the sister, um, Nicole is her first name. Uh, Nicole, I can't even remember the rest of the name. She um, collaborated with several people, including some of our very fine poets, including our poet laureate. <clears throat> you have to forgive me. This is my old lady morning talk uh, voice. Anyway, she collaborated with them, and they produced the 1619 Project, part of the new, a series run by the New York Times in their magazine section, to tell a part of our history that has not been told. You know, America long has buried um, the history of slavery. They tell us that we need to get over it. It's been such a long time ago. The problem is that we're still living with the vestiges of that slavery, as Dr. Guru tells us about the post-traumatic slave syndrome uh, disorder that we're suffering from. And 
what they do in this in this series. Um, um, you can only I'm, I'm sure that um, we can if we get a hold of it. We can. I think it was done August of last year, and I think uh, that would be the 400th anniversary of us coming to Jamestown. But what happened is that I'm going to try to get a hold of the whole series if I can. It's probably in the New York Times archives. But I'm asking you to go online because they do. There is a two-hour segment where they go over and they speak about um, the research that they came up with, the various poems that um, some of these participators, uh, participants have have um, 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 composed, and it is such a beautiful thing. And at the end of it, they do a rendition of "Go Down Moses" that will make your toes curl. I'm serious. So I'm urging everybody on this line that has access to an Internet to go and put in New York Times um, 1619 Project. Even the trailer will have you, will have you sitting there in awe because it's, it, it's, it's the, side, the background is, is waters, and you're looking out over this, uh, 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 what do you call it, the sea that they put over of an ocean. And it reminds you of having left the shores of Africa, not knowing where you were going. And the the uh, poetess who is um, taking you through that that little dialogue is is telling you about how we were put in the ships, and you even get the sense that you can feel that. Uh, I'm telling you, it is just it had such a profound effect on me that I said, "Wow!" And I I studied a lot of our history, including the history of slavery, which is the the point that it's a point of our history that just moves me sometimes to tears. But I want you to please invest in that. Take It takes a couple of hours. Put aside a couple of hours and let even your children or your grandchildren or whoever you can sit together and, 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 and intake that, that, that wonderful narrative where they go in and they tell the true history because, you know, America will never tell you that. They don't want to dig it up. They don't want to. They don't want to tell you that. And the, one of the questions that was asked, she asked. Um, one of the people asked Nicole the question. They said, "Well, why do you think?" I think she appeared on Trevor Noah's uh, Daily Show. Says, "Why do you think that the European nations were willing to acknowledge things that the American nation, you know, that the American nations tries to bury?" And she said, "It's because." America was founded on the principles of liberty and freedom and whatnot, while in these European nations they already had the monarchies and whatnot. Nobody had that foolish idea of, you know, that class and status didn't matter. Here it was supposed to be that it didn't matter, and this was the area, this is the land of the free and the home of the brave, you know what I mean? So therefore it's much harder for them to accept the fact that they were not that way and that they were dishonest about the history and slavery is only a reminder that that's why they're trying to, you know, blot it out of the history. So I'm urging everybody, please take a few moments or take a couple of hours, it is, to go online and put in New York Times slash 1619 Project and look at that history that has been untold, um, that, that has been buried, that has been that they tried to obliterate from the books so that we would not understand the horrors that was, were done to us, the, the experiments that they condemned in Nazi Germany that was done to the Edomites, 
uh, the experiments that they did on our brothers and sisters, our mothers and our fathers, to find out because they thought that black skin could endure pain longer and much harder than anyone else. Um, all of that. Um, please take a look at it. In the meantime, of course, and I agree with my sister, one of the ways that we learn to trust each other is by being trustworthy ourselves, by following through on the things that you say you're going to do, by if you're not able to help to stay out of it and mind your business and tend to your own household because there are things that all of us need to correct, I'm sure. So I think that and, and then having a genuine love for your people. If you love your people, even when they're wrong, you still know that they're your people, and your heart will your heart will will go out to them. I'm not saying be an idiot. I'm not saying trust people who will harm you or hurt you or hurt your loved ones. I'm saying that we still have to have a heart for our people and realize that we were all in this thing together. They didn't say, "Oh, I'm only going to take." The blacks, the, the male slaves, or the female slaves, or the children's slaves. No, I'm going to take them all. So realize that we're all one family. And eventually these, these differences are going to clear up, you know. Even in, your, yeah, even in your blood family, you have people that you don't agree with, but they're still your family. So let's keep that in mind. All praises to the Most High. And again, good to hear your voice, my sister. Good to hear your voice, my daughters. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, the same here, my sister. Wow. Well, I think that she kind of like has summed up everything that we've been talking about because, um, you know, that work that she's speaking of, it, it is coming to pass. Uh, we, we, once you, when, when you go in to do the work that she's asking us to do, make sure that you start your tapping. If you haven't started it yet, start it while you're looking at that research. That ought to help a lot. I know that would help a lot because... We have to distance ourselves from that moaning and that crying that the Most High was talking about today. That we have to remember that hmm, we got to get to another level. We can't get there if we stay stuck on the same one. Not the Most High said He forgives, and He tells us to forgive, but don't forget. So don't listen to that stuff that these people are telling you about. Oh, forget about slavery. You know that was then, and this is now. Hmm, this is a blended this is a blended situation that we're dealing with right now. So yes, it's very true. I want you all to know also that the brother um uh Yehoshaphat, I'm sure many of you remember him, but he puts out this um paper called the um Jerusalem Chronicle. And years ago, <laughs> you know, I know Imar remembers, right? I, I I used to write for this paper and so did uh Don Doratio. We done fundraisers for him and helped him. He's been in my house before, and I remember him, and I'm so happy to see that he's back and on point. And the same, um, uh, the, 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 the 1619 project that you're speaking of is also being highlighted in the Jerusalem Chronicle for this particular uh, 29th year. This is the JCN 400th year special edition. And he definitely is speaking of the exclusive story of Genesis 15, Section B. So he's talking about that same thing. This is the beginning of the end of black America's 400 years of captivity and beyond. And see, America, we think about it only being here. The difference is that in the Caribbean, 
the slave master left. We've always been in the midst of our slave masters here in America. That's the difference. And so the harder part of getting to them is just that fact, that they think that because because the slave master left, that they somehow were freed. But he left indelible marks on their mental. And the mental slavery is very, when, when Bob Marley sings about it, it's true. It's very, very, very evident in um, our community, uh, Caribbean communities. So all of it has to go. It all has to cease. It has to be done away with. So the issues of trust, love, dedication, uh, and definitely our humility is, is got to come into play to get it done get this work done. But Toda Ima for bringing us, and it's so good to hear your voice as well. I was in New York for a minute, <laughs> but now I'm down in Virginia for another minute, and then I'll be uh, making my way back home. But, you know, the Most High is just uh, magnificent in all his doings, and everything that you all speak of on this line, you know, has that, has that element of truth and pain at the same time. Because everywhere that you would go, you pay attention and you will be able to recognize your brother and your sister. That is for sure. Hallelujah. Well, once again, we thank you, Amy Miriam, for our beautiful lesson, bringing us this knowledge and helping us to um, acquire some techniques to get healthy. Our mental stability is just as important as our physical health. And that is the reason why we not just have the um, PTSD conversation, but we also have the health topic, the holistic, wonderful tips that our co Adira gives us, the health spot. So without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and bring on our co Adira. I thought she was going to be absent today, but Father had different plans. So let's go ahead along with the health spot. Shabbat Shalom, family. Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Ko Yisrael. Thanking the Creator for another beautiful Shabbat. I hope you all are feeling really well, feeling good today, knowing that the Creator has blessed you. Adira, we're so happy to have you here to share with us some holistic tips 
from the health spot. So take the wheel, sister. Take the wheel. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom, shabbat shalom, shabbat shalom. Yakai, I'm feeling good. All praises to the most high. It's a beautiful and wonderful day. I'm giving up thanks and the glory to the eternal power, our redeemer, our sustainer, our king. He who has created all things, and all things look to him for sustenance. Look to him for sustenance. So I want to just give thanks and praise and honor for uh, allowing us the allowing us the opportunity to be together once again on on this holy convocation on this platform where we can all gather regardless of our location or our situation. <laughs> yeah, guy. So whether we're up and uh, perpendicular or laying down out flat and just drooling on the side, we are all together. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Just glad to be um just glad to be up and about and just enjoying this beautiful day. Uh wonderful lessons as usual, my sister. You all bring it um with the with the strength and the power and the energy that is supposed to be delivered and and um just giving you your props and giving the team the rest of the team their props saying hallelujah for all of the energy and the positive energy and and the direction and the guidance that's brought forth on this line praising the creator for all those who um who have spoken and who or have not spoken, just giving your energy and your presence is very powerful. So hallelujah for everyone who's on the line right now. I am uh, Adira, Queen Adira, bringing you the health spot today. I am a health coach, and I am very grateful to be in the position that I'm in to uh share this information because this is some powerful information. I have a passion for food. I have a passion for gardening. I have a love for my people, a passion for my people, you know, more so than anything. And that is why I'm on the line today. And I believe that that is why the creator has given me an alignment with such um, wonderful and beautiful people that I've come into, um, that I've come into the knowledge and, you know, uh, in, into their presence, into their circle, into this wonderful network. Not only Hebrew Israelites, but people of other nations who are also, you know, uh, uh, have their eyes wide open as to what these challenges are that we're facing. People like Queen Makeda. You hear that song? Don't eat Babylon food. She's in the music industry, okay? And she's singing about the challenges that we're facing because of this food industry, you know, and the food that we're being presented with. You know, um, I'm going to a cancer research, uh, a cancer research and, and complementary and alternative therapies conference at the end of the month for free. They're bringing me down there. Next year I'm going to be speaking at this conference. You know, I'm, 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 allowed into the circle because the energies 
regardless of their ideologies or their theologies, religions, and nationalities, things like that, we are putting all of that aside because our world is being challenged with a crisis, not not only um, a spiritual crisis, physical crisis, mental crisis, all of these different types of crises are pressuring down on us, on all of us. One thing's for certain and one thing's for sure, we are the creator's children, notwithstanding what color uh, our skin is, notwithstanding what religion or background we have come from, notwithstanding what nation we've come from. We are all the creator's children. And right now we're all facing a crisis. So we have to bring our energies together and face this crisis together. So hallelujah, I'm grateful to be in the position that I'm in to present it to my people, okay? And um, once again, I'm giving all honor and praises to the creator of the heavens and the earth because he knows how to bring his energies together to fight these things. We're in a spiritual warfare right now. And this thing called um, a healthcare system that we have going on is not serving the people. It is not serving the people because it is man-made. Those things that are made by the creator are made to sustain us. And until you have the faith in creator, you won't be properly sustained. I don't care how many pills you take, what kind of specialist you go to, um, you know, what kind of methodology that you uh, participate in. If you don't have your faith in the creator, it's not going to work. Because the most high heals. The most high knows what is wrong with you before you even know what is going on. He has done his assessment, put down the law, laid out your prescription, <laughs> and that's what's going to work for you. So this is all, you know, something that we have to do. We have to learn how to put our hand in the hand of Yah, the eternal, the creator of all things. He has known you before you were even... Uh, a sprinkle in your mama and daddy's eye or however they say, you know. But the Most High has reached into you and he's looked at you and assessed you, molded you, know what you're going to do, know how many flips and turns and, and, and somersaults you're going to do before you come into that path that you're supposed to go in that corrects all your problems. So my suggestion to you is to get on the B line, get on the A line, get on that A train that gets you on that path that the creator has designed for you. And how do you do that? You do that by, one, releasing yourself from the hand of the oppressor. Release yourself from all that 
marketing and release yourself from all that uh, programming. What's the first thing you know we got to do? We got to turn off the TV. We got to get that spiritual connection going. The only way to do that is to turn off that TV, turn off that programming, and let the Most High determine what program he wants for you. Be still. Allow that energy to mold you, direct you, bring you into alignment. Okay, and there's all kinds of ways that we can do that, you know, but the first thing and and things going to work more so than anything is to have your faith in Yah, that Yah has that program set for you. Find out what it is. Find out what it is. We all have a piece of the puzzle. We all have a piece of the puzzle. We have to develop that piece, you know, but we won't be able to fully develop that understanding unless we give the eternal that time uh, uh, that that we need to develop that line of communication. Open yourself up to the eternal, and you will receive all the goodness and the blessings that he has planned for you. Okay, so the second thing we have to do besides turning off the programming which is not only in the TV, it's also in the literature that we that we um, that we read. It's also in the music that we listen to. You know, we have to turn off that programming because all of it is about vibration. All of it is about subliminal messaging. You know, and and we're not masters in any of this stuff. Well, you don't have to be a master in it to know that there's something wrong, and what we expose ourselves to because our minds are just so tricked up, you know, and we go down a path of, of, I call it rabbit holes. We're always jumping into somebody's rabbit hole and then asking them to help us get out of it. I'm like, what? How does that work? So we have to learn how to turn off the programming. The programming is also in the food that we're eating and the drinks that we're drinking. The snacks that we're snacking on, the fragrances that we that that we put on our skin, it's programming. It's all programming. Everything is predicated upon energy, and energy is predicated upon vibration. So we have to be careful what we let in, and to what degree it's going to control us. So. I am encouraging you to assess assess your behavior, assess your activities, and turn off that programming and have faith in Yah, that Yah will direct and lead you to your particular piece, to, to the part that you're supposed to play, you know, and there your energy will, will be vibrating at its highest level. You will be happy. You will be healthy. You will be on track. I don't care what it is. I mean, because life happens, okay? Life happens. But you will succeed. You will overcome. You will be exactly where the most high determined you to be. If you just open yourself up to them, allow that line of communication 
to direct and develop your life. And turn off that programming, because that programming is coming straight from Satan. You know, that program is coming straight from the oppressor. However you want to term him or, 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 you know, however you want to look at it, however you want to term it, we have to know how to identify the, you know, we have to know how to identify it. And it comes in many shapes and forms. And it is an energy that does not sleep and it does not let up. So we have to come with just as much energy, just as much passion, just as much uh, uh, conviction and commitment as the adversary has. So on your plate, do not put the adversary on your plate because the adversary will be internalized into your spirit, into your psyche, into your physical being, and it will become you. It will become you. It will manifest itself in you, which is why we are so sick. And hitting the top of the charts, the sickness is all over the place. Because we have allowed the adversary to become us. We have internalized the adversary. So now, when you wake up in the morning, wake up with an attitude of gratitude. Wake up with a spirit of of love, of understanding, of forgiveness, of hope, of tranquility, of peace, of gratitude, of giving. Wake up with the mindset that the eternal has control of all things. And Meditate in that. Let that marinate. Let that shower over you. Let the blessings of the creator that has allowed you to open your eyes and see a light of a new day, let that be your springboard. Let that be the beginning of your beginnings. Because each day is the beginning of the first day of the rest of your entire life. And you have a chance to an opportunity to make it into what the eternal wants it to be, not necessarily what you want it to be. Okay, so this um, health spot is um, going to focus on the foods that we need to be eating right now, the foods that are going to boost our immunity, Boost our spiritual acumen, our spiritual acumen needs to be, uh, needs to resonate on a high vibration because so many things are happening so often, so much of the time, you know, and we're knocked off the block so much of the time. We just got to learn how to get, get up and get right back on it because, like I said, life happens. But let us get on it at a high vibration, right? And the way we do that is to start the day off with meditation, start the day off with an attitude of gratitude, start the day off with the right kinds of foods, internalizing in your system the right kinds of foods that can help to decalcify 
that pineal gland and give you, you give you some spiritual clarity. Start off your day with some watermelon. Okay, melons are not to be combined with anything. In particular, watermelon. You can eat your watermelon for breakfast, and it's a delicious breakfast all by itself without anything else mixed in with it. Okay, if you're going to have other kinds of melons, it's okay to mix melons with melons, but the watermelon is not to be mixed with anything. So you can have melons mixed with melons, honeydew, cantaloupe, you know, different types of melons like that. Have that as a part of your breakfast. That's the first thing. And then let that sit for about 15, 20 minutes. Don't eat anything else, okay? How do you do that? And you're on your way out the door. You prepare your little bowl of melons before you go to bed the night before. And you have your melons in the morning, okay? And then your breakfast can come after. But the first thing you can eat in the morning is your bowl of fruit. If it's a bowl of fruit that's wonderful, you can have berries and pineapples, bananas, coconuts, all different types of things like that. But have that all by itself. First thing in the morning, your fruit, okay? And then a little bit later, your breakfast. You can have a, a wonderful and delicious cooked breakfast, you know, or you can have a bowl of cereal, you know, things like that. I would suggest you stay away from fried foods as much as possible, okay? Stay away from those fried foods in the morning. First thing we need to do is clear our system of these uh, uh, saturated fats because it's wreaking havoc on our arteries, you know, and we have heart problems, high cholesterol, all these problems, you know, with our sugar and different things like that. It's all based upon our consumption and the way we're consuming food. So. Um, third thing is make sure about where you're going for your food. Your lunchtime should be uh, you should be very circumspect about bringing your lunch, okay? Because you're going to save an awful lot of kesef if you bring your lunch. Second thing about that is you put the love into your own food. You put your love into your own food. Make enough at dinner to have some left over for lunch the next day. And, you know, it'll go well with you because of that. Second thing or third thing is make sure that you're heating or preparing your food the right way. Microwaves kill, okay? We have a lot of evidence behind this. One um, study was done showed that a plant that was watered with micro with water that was microwaved as opposed to water that was just set on the side, the plant died because it was watered with the microwaved water. The plant that was watered with the water that was just set aside, it thrived, it survived. So we have to be very circumspect about what these microwaves are doing to our food. And these are studies that I'm telling you about studies that you can do your research and find out for yourself 
you know, and, and really understand the effects of microwaves on your food. So be very circumspect. I'd rather eat uh, a nice, delicious, cold soup rather than put contaminated food into my body. I don't know what's gonna, what it's going to do or not going to do, you know, for me after it's been put through uh, uh, that, that heating process. So we're cooking our foods um, in, in conditions where the contaminants of the containers are not proper proper either, you know. So you might be heating your food up in a container that's leaching all of those contaminants right into your food. So we have to be very circumspect about how we are preparing our food and what we are eating. So now, how to boost our immunity, how to make our bodies stronger is to eat food that is um, empowered with energy. Eat energy foods, foods that are alive. That's why it says three-quarters of your plate should be green foods. Why? Because green foods are sustaining. They are sustainable and they're sustaining. You know, it is mentioned in the Torah. It is mentioned in the um, clinical studies, it is mentioned in different uh, in in different um, I guess you would call them fields of study. One vibration, two energy. You have all these different fields of study that look at the plants and the life of the plants, and it's proven that these plants contain energy. So you have uh, science behind it that proves it. You have um, you, you have it in in the ta- in the Torah and Tanakh um, that proves it. But we want to constantly go ahead and take you know take the marketing track. Okay, this is delicious and this is uh, 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 so convenient for you. Um, all you have to do is pop it into the microwave and boom, it's ready. And that's pretty much what we go with instead of this evidence-based information that says these foods have high energy. These foods are sustaining. These foods are uh, 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 cancer-fighting foods. You know, these foods help you overcome diabetes. These foods help you uh, with your neurological disorders. These foods help uh, all kinds of different things. The first thing we want to do is we want to go with convenience. And what's the cheapest way out? Well, you get what you pay for, Yisrael. So I'm uh, going to encourage you to watch what you're eating. Make sure that you're eating high-energy foods. Make sure you're breaking your fast properly. And I'm sorry, but I didn't mention um, that water. It's supposed to be the first thing that we break up, break up fast with. Eight ounces, ten ounces, guzzle it down. You know, before you put that poison in your mouth called toothpaste, guzzle that water down and um, make sure that uh, make make sure that you're breaking your fast properly with that water. Rinse yourself out because your body's been working all day, all night rather. It's been working all night, so 
you want to give it that nice, fresh start. Just clear yourself out some nice, clean, clear water. Drink water throughout the day, okay? Drink water throughout the day. Take your the, the, the amount of pounds, whatever pounds you weigh, cut that in half, and let that be your um let that be your bowl for your water that day. And I'm not talking about water mixed with tea or water water mixed with uh, Kool Aid or water mixed with you know any of these different types of powders and things. Just water, just water. You know, and watch the quality of your water because it is going to become you. Everything that you eat becomes you. You are what you eat. So let us eat things like um, mushrooms. Make some potato leek soup, you know. Put some mushrooms and spinach and onions and peppers and saute that in a pan and have that be your breakfast, you know. Uh, Hey, go... Pick some apples, make your own applesauce, you know. These different things, they become you. And they boost your immunity. When you look at food from a scientific level, which is what I do, I look at food from a scientific level, and then I analyze it and find out, okay, well, what are your deficiencies? What what are the types of things that you really need to have in your life right now to overcome your challenges? And then I'll put together your meal plan. Then I'll put together your, your your plan of action, not only your meal plan, but your plan of action. Because we have to be action-oriented and stop having our hand out for everything. Those pills are are designed to get rid of a problem straight away for you. But if uh, you don't watch out, they might end up giving you a problem, Mm -hmm. you know. And if we don't learn to have faith in the creator, to know that we have to take responsibility for some of the changes that we want to be in our lives, we are going to be putting ourselves in the hand of the oppressor. And they do not have your best interest at heart. They want to go on vacation. They want to get a new house. They want to send their kids to school, you know, and they will do that. But somebody has to fund that, you know, and somebody has to be sick on a constant basis in order to fund that. Who do you think that is? The ones who are more ignorant to allow that to happen. So let us have faith. Let us trust one another, you know. Let us be trustworthy and be committed to each other. But we're going to, you know, bring that change in our nation because we're responsible for that. They're responsible for for themselves and their own um, um, productivity, you know, wherever they're going to be in life. But we're responsible for ourselves, our children going to school, our health, our future. Let us plant our own trees and stop saying, well, they cut down the tree. Okay, fine, they cut down the tree. Let's learn how to plant our own trees and make our own Garden of Eden. 
and nurture it and allow it to flourish for our children and for the nation. Because it's not only about us, it's about who we come here to serve. And we come here to serve the nations. So hallelujah, watch what you eat. Bring goodness into your life. Be a product of goodness. You are what you eat, Yisrael. Hallelujah. 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 Last thing, um, I want to give you the flu shot because this is really important that we're having this on a regular basis. The um, What we want to do is make sure we have um, this flu shot uh, in our in our homes regular basis. So we have to have one and a half cups. Um, the flu shot recipe is one and a half cups of pineapple, three le- two lemons, squeezed, freshly squeezed. Don't get that lemon juice or that concentrated lemon. Let's get to squeezing, okay? Squeeze our own stuff, juice our own stuff. So juice your own pineapples and squeeze your own lemons. Um, take one clove of garlic and smash that baby and let that sit aside because that is a whole chemical reaction that's happening when you do that. So smash the garlic and let it set aside for a minute, about 10 minutes, I would say. Um, while, that's, while that's going through that change, you can be um, grating your ginger. I would say do a half of a teaspoon of ginger, freshly grated ginger. And you want to do a quarter of a teaspoon of turmeric, freshly grated turmeric and an eighth of a teaspoon of that cayenne pepper, okay? And that is a wonderful and delicious flu shot that you can add to your regimen. If you'd like to add a little bit of honey, go ahead and add a little bit of honey, but if you pick out your pineapple good enough, you can get a nice sweet pineapple, nice ripe sweet pineapple and it will um it'll do you do your body good. As far as that lemon is concerned, when you juice that lemon, don't throw away the rind. The rind is very good to add to your um cookies, your soups, your sautés, different dishes. So get that lemon zest and get it working in your system. Make sure you get an organic stuff too. Just you want to uh get your food uh, get your make sure your food is top notch food organic as much as possible. You don't need very much of it. You just need it, okay? So you don't need very much of it. You just need it in your life. Make sure that your plate is two thirds green vegetables. Two thirds green vegetables. By the third, you can do what you want with it. Um, but just make sure you're getting that chlorophyll. You need it as part of your life. Um, make sure you're breaking your fast with that water. Water, water, water is really good for you. And um, that's what you should start your day off with. And just do your body right. Okay? Pick out the best foods possible. And may Yah be with you and bless you and keep you and make a space to shine upon you. 
for your diligence and your commitment and your faith. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yorkai. Shabbat shalom, mishpachati. Shabbat shalom. That was a lot of information. And I pray that everybody is paying attention. It's just a, it's a shame because everything that we learned growing up, you know, for convenience and, you know, to help the family out, and especially some of those that grew up in single-family homes, and microwaves was a save. It was a save, big save. And all the things that we learned, now we have to unlearn them and try to incorporate things that are not readily available to us because everything else is out there in forefront. Even down to aluminum foil I was reading about, and it just drives me crazy because everything that was a staple in our homes, everything that we used to um, help us along the way is hurting us, and we have to eliminate it some way, somehow. Some of us are very used to these things. But I have an alternative to microwave. Like on Shabbat, we don't use microwave. So we have the water that's hot comes from the sink. Some of us have water that boil your hand if you ain't careful. So we collect that water in the bowl, put our food in the plastic bag, drop the plastic bag into the water, bomb, we got warm food. So there are ways around it, but it takes time and it takes dedication and it takes the spirit and the energy to want to change because this is what you're used to. This is all you know. It feels like a a Christianity conversation, right? Oh, that's all I know. I grew up in this way. But we have to change our mind about it before we can change our behavior towards it. We have to change our mind about it. So I pray that the creator will help us to release the things that are not serving us well anymore and bring us back into the fold of the covenant in a mighty way. Uh, If there are any comments, questions, concerns, please raise your hand, star by star, and tell Ako Adira how you feel about the message she brought today. Um, I think that every last one of us would like to know if we're doing a good job or not. And I'm here to tell you, Ako, you are doing an excellent job, and we appreciate you coming here on this line, even when you don't have to. You know, um, take it, yeah, take it from somebody who's here from the very beginning all the way to the end. You know, um, <laughs> I feel obligated. You know, I feel super obligated to hear everybody and, and to respond to your questions and your comments. You know, some people come in, they listen to the part they want to listen to, and they disappear. So I just commend you for, you know, being so advanced with your 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 holistic tips for us and sharing and coming in on this line week after week and taking time out of your temple worship service and all of that to come and worship here with us on the prayer line in a virtual way. So I thank you. I thank every last one of you for taking the time, whether if it is just for your favorite segment or if you spend a day with us, we thank you for your time and we ask that the Creator will continue to bless and keep you all. Um, I know it's around tax season time, so don't forget the prayer line when you're giving out your donations. Our P.O. Box is P.O. Box 6074 in Chesapeake, Virginia, 23323. And you can make any check uh, available to Kokavia McMillan, C-O-C-A-V like Victor, Y-A-H, last name M-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. 
We have a new project that we're working on. It's called Planning. I hope that you all will join us in our project. You'll be hearing more from us. Um, our co-chairs, I will put something online before the end of this week on the uh, faceoftheland.com so that you can follow the project in your area. It's called Planning. Uh, we're going to be making plastic yarn, and we're going to turn that plastic yarn into something that's going to help the homeless. These mats, uh, sleeping mats or yoga mats or whatever you want to call them, but it's going to help us wherever we are to help save the planet, reuse, repurpose, recycle, and also to help somebody else. So like I said earlier, you know, I, I'm often using the police whistle. You know, they recently handed out to a lot of citizens on the street whistles, and the whistles are to alert anybody that, some, you know, there's danger, somebody is attacking me or whatever the case may be. Now, you know, some of us would say, a whistle? Give me a gun or a knife. You know, that'll help. But since we can't give out guns or knives, we at least give out something that's going to help to alert you. And that's the whistle. So here, call me the whistleblower. These plastic bags are clogging up our seas, oceans, waterways. They're making a hazard for the animals and for us. So my goal is to save the planet one plastic bag at a time by having a plastic bag drive wherever you are so you get the community to collect those plastic bags and drop them off at a drop-off center, whether it's a temple, your local fire uh, station, your police station, whatever you decide is good for you. And then uh, we go from there. You collect them, then we get some volunteers. Go to the homeless shelters. Uh, go to the uh, elderly homes. They would love to be involved with uh, crocheting because that's what we'll be doing, crocheting. So for those that don't crochet and want to learn, this is a perfect time. If you don't want to crochet or don't want to learn, you can still make the plan. You can collect the plastic bags. Just get involved. The whole purpose is that we can do this as a collective, as a project together, wherever you are. You don't have to be in the same city or state, but you use those that are in your city and state to help you with the project. You can grab the children together. Um, YouTube the videos, um, Plarning, P-L-A-R-N, is plastic yarn. All you're doing is cutting the handles and the bottom off these plastic bags, cutting them into strips, and linking them together so that you can create something that we call plarn. And this plarn can turn into whatever your heart desires, whatever skills you have it will come out in this um, uh, beautiful technique. I didn't come up with the uh, idea, but I did take this idea and I ran with it because it hit my spirit so, so big. It's time for us to make a change in this earth, this earth, and we can do something about it, one plastic bag at a time. Let me tell you what made me do this. I was watching one of the series about uh, what happens in the, in the earth at nighttime, and it caught my attention that in the deepest part of the ocean where we can't even swim to because we would blow up because there is no good uh, pressure down there. The pressure is very hard. They sent a machine down there. The pressure was so bad that it beat the machine up, but it came back with some footage. And one of the things that caught my attention was the plastic bag. Out of all the wonderful wildlife and weird-looking things that you see in the bottom of the ocean, a plastic bag, and I knew that that was a problem. So I pray that the Creator will bless you with a desire to help out with this project Look forward to hearing from you all, getting involved wherever you are, 
and and uh, before this week is out, y'all willing, we will have something online that will help you to determine whether you want to be part of this project or not. So, Toda again, Toda Adira, Toda to each and every one of you here still, and I pray that the Creator will bless the Shabbat day for you. And uh, don't forget, keep it holy. It, we don't play Shabbat uh, like they do on Sunday, or they go to the church service and. After the service is over, hey, we get to do what we want. No, we're going to keep this day holy from the start to the finish. All praises to the Most High. Beautiful Shabbat day. This is a beautiful start. So we're going to take this on the road. We're going to express ourselves. For those of you who would like to read a psalm, sing a song, open expression, this is that time before we close out for our day. I know that was a whole lot, right? Now I can breathe. Mm. Okay, so who would like to express themselves in the open expression form? This is time to express yourself. Expression session is what we call this segment. Anybody ready for the expression session? Adair, are you about to put them to shame again? what happened. I said I was going to do my song in the second session, in the expression session. However, I read my song earlier. <laughs> so I'm just going to sing a, a song real quick, and then I'm going to, once again, go back to the board and see if there's anybody else here that would like to join me in praising this great king. Shema Yisrael, Yahuwah, Eloheinu, Yahuwah, Eloheinu, Yahuwah, Ekad, Shem kebo maokuto leulam wae. Hero Yisrael, Yehovah our power, Yehovah is one. Blessed be his glorious kingdom forever and ever. Hallelujah. All right, you all. It's your turn. How will you express yourself today? Shabbat shalom, Amy. Hi. I was just the lead, just the example. Now it's your turn. Hallelujah. I um, wasn't present for the morning uh, psalm, so I don't know. Was the 71st psalm read? No, ma'am. It's all yours. Oh, hallelujah. Giving all praise and honor once again to the creator of the heaven and earth. He is so magnificent in all his doings, all his ways. He's very loving, uh, compassionate, all those attributes that we um, have within us and that we need to learn to exemplify throughout the earth. Okay, 71st song. <clears throat> in thee, O oh Yah, have I taken refuge. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness and rescue me. 
Incline thine ear unto me and save me, but be thou to me a sheltering rock, whereunto I may continually resort, <laughs> which thou hast appointed to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. O oh, my Yah, rescue me out of the hand of the wicked, out of the grasp of the unrighteous and ruthless man, for thou art my hope. Oh, Yah, my power, and my trust, see, there we are, from my youth. Upon thee have I stayed myself from birth. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. My praise is continually of thee. I am as a wonder unto many, but thou art my strong refuge. My mouth shall be filled with thy praise and with thy glory all the day. Cast me not off in the time of old age. When my strength faileth, forsake me not. For mine enemies speak concerning me, and they that watch for my soul take counsel together. Okay. That's not good. <laughs> hmm. Saying, Jehovah hath forsaken him or forsaken her. Pursue and take her, for there is none to deliver. Oh, Yah, be not far from me. Oh, my power, make haste to help me. Let them be ashamed and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and confusion that seek my hurt. But as for me, I will hope continually, and I will praise thee yet more and more. My mouth shall tell of thy righteousness and of thy salvation all the day. For I know not the number thereof. I will come with thy mighty acts, Jehovah. <laughs> oh, my God. I will make mention of thy righteousness even of thine alone. O Yah, thou hast taught me from my youth, and until now do I declare thy wondrous works. And even unto old age and hoary hairs, O Yehoah, forsake me not, until I have declared thy strength unto the next generation, thy might to everyone that is to come. Thy righteousness also, O Yah, which reaches unto high heaven. Thou who hast done great things, O Yah, who is like unto thee? Thou who hast made me to see many and sore troubles, quick will quicken me again and bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Thou would increase my greatness and turn and comfort me. I also will give thanks unto thee with the psaltery, even unto thy truth, O my power. I will sing praises unto thee with the harp, O thou holy one of Israel. My lips shall greatly praise Rejoice when I sing praises unto thee, and my soul, which thou hast redeemed. My tongue also shall tell of thy righteousness all the day, for they are ashamed, for they are bashed, that seek my hurt. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom, family. Wow, Psalm 71. You just you were trying to go deep. Well, if you weren't, you you went there. Toda yeah for the words on left on record in that beautiful psalm, and Toda for sharing in the expression session. You know that Psalm seventy-one, like most of Psalms of David and the Psalms of Asaph, I know they had like a little rhythm to it, had a little beat. I don't know what the rhythm or the beat is, but I know that it had one. And I could just imagine what this psalm would sound like as a song, mm. you know, imagining, you know, all the 
the perils and the, all the ups and downs, highs and lows of life, and and you tapping it out, <laughs> rejoicing and singing and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just, just healing. This sounds very therapeutic to me. Mm-hmm. And when you review the the way this psalm reads, it's showing us that there's a, a um, life of dependence on the creator. And, and we know the Most High is the one who cares for us, even from beginning um, before our birth. You know, we think that it starts, oh, I'm born and Most High has now got me. You know, before we were even a thought. Mm-hmm. And we have to trust that the creator has been with us, even from our youth up until this point. So if you're an elder, just just be so happy that the creator has taught you when you were young. And now that you're mature, you have these wonderful ways that you can, you know, pray to the creator and thank him and know that he's not going to abandon you because you've been there. You've been there from my youth on up. And, and just because I may have not the, the time to devote in every moment to prayer, I trust that you're going to be there regardless. You know, instead of complaining about what's wrong, give the creator his credit and just praise him because his righteousness is goodness. You know, we got to practice our prayer, but we have to practice being good to ourselves. That hope that we have that the Most High be with us, he wants you to hope that stuff for yourself. Oh, that help that you're looking for, he's like, I want you to help yourself. So along the way in our old age, we take a, you know, these steps like David did when he danced and realized, you know, you, you gave me victory. We have to really do a, do a jig for the creator, you know, show yeah. him that we appreciate what he's done for us all these years. After all, the best is yet to come, right? You know, you got to keep a song on your lips and in your heart. We have to depend on the creator. His strength is going to be able to carry you through whatever. And I'm a witness for him. And as you grow older and your experiences grow um, many, you have to become a witness for the creator. He's what, making you walk in a divine way with, with weights and wonders and all these wonderful things happening, not for you just to hold it to yourself and, and, and talk negative. We have to maintain a sense of righteousness, and it starts with self-care. What are you telling yourself? So um, I'm just very grateful. I'm just telling myself that we've come this far by faith, leaning on Jehovah, trusting in his holy word, and he's never failed me yet. No, 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 I can't turn around, because I've come this far by faith. And truth and love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Way to express yourself, Amy Miriam. Told out for the song. Told out for the song. All right, Coach Kaisaba, you're up next. Who else will be part of this expression session? Raise your hand, star five star. All right, Coach Kaisaba, share. We love to hear what you got. I got Psalms 93. I want to give all honor and praises to Abba for blessing me as well as my husband and removing all stumbling blocks in our way and making our path smooth and easy to serve him and to do our purpose. It hasn't been easy, but it has getting easier. So I am so 
so humbly thankful. Psalms 93, hallelujah. Abba reigneth. He, he is clothed with majesty. Abba is clothed with strength wherewith he has geared himself. The world also established that it cannot be moved. Thy throne established of old. Thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up. O Abba, the floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. Abba on high is mightier than the noise of many waters. Yeah, than the mighty waves of the sea. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Abba, forever. Hallelujah. Have a blessed Shabbat, everybody. You do the same. Told out. You know how I love the songs. Oh, goodness, I love that song. The throne of the creator, no matter what anybody can tell you. Anybody will tell you anything. But don't let them bamboozle you in thinking that there's anybody else on the throne but the creator. He is the one who is on the throne. And his testimony, you can trust him. You can trust Yah's word. I promise okay. you, it never fails. You can cling to his testimony. And it will withstand, I mean, the floods or the disaster. As long as you have faith in the Most High and you just show him that I believe and I understand and I trust you, Yah, he'll show you so many things. The Creator's throne was the mercy seat. I think about the holies of holies and and on earth, you know, because, of course, his throne is up in heaven, but the, 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 the symbolic mercy seat, mercy, like how many of us have that? You know, the adversary can't even dethrone the creator if he tries. And trust me, men have attempted it. <laughs> they have attempted in vain to try to overthrow the creator. We see what happened to Pharaoh. Mm-mm, wasn't a good look. But don't forget that when these storms come and the floods rise, you can experience the peace in the midst of all of the turmoil. The creator is your peace. I just, I love how he keeps the whole earth and the heavens in his hands. It's like, how can I, I can't even trust myself to do something remotely close like that. So I go to the creator with everything and say, Todaya, for being so trustworthy. They say that in order for you to have a friend, you have to be a friend. And that's the definition of friend. So that's kind of obscure. It's the same way. In order to, be trustworthy uh, or to, to to be trusting, you know, you you want to trust somebody, you have to be trustworthy. You have to be what you want to see. You want to be the change that you want to see. So I, I pray that we can learn to trust the creator more and show him that we, we do, I mean, we put it to the test. We put him to the test as the waters of Mary Box. Why not put him to the test right here in America and give him some, something good, to work with. All praises to the creator. I thank you, sister, for that beautiful song, 93. Hallelujah. All right, family. We have come to the end of the road, at least the end of the expression session, since I didn't see any more hands in the air going once, going twice. All right. Now we've come to the end of the road. We're going to turn this song... Oh, this song service. We're going to turn this prayer line service over to Sarnaman. 
And as he says, as a feeler on our behalf of uh, myself and you, all of you, we ask that the Creator will bless those that are blessing his people. So don't please don't forget to say prayers for those that pray for you. And if you ever had any problems or that you wanted to be on the special prayer request list, you have to do it during the week, not on Shabbat morning because you might miss it, but email Sar Naaman, whose name is Naaman, N-A-A-M-O-N 68 at yahoo.com. Once again, the email address is Naaman, N-A-A-M-O-N 68 at yahoo.com during the week, and he'll put you on the prayer list. All right, Shabbat Shalom, family. Stay blessed, and remember to keep the Shabbat day holy. Yeah, even for this holy convocation that you've allowed us once again to be in the midst of as we express gratitude from the early morning season of thy greatness as you have navigated us through another week and even invited and allowed us to enter the Holy Shabbat day. Even for all the lessons learned within the midst of this week, give us a wide abundance of patience, discernment, and humility as we are constantly tested even understanding that our jobs as lights into the nations starts with us, that we must be a vessel striving after righteousness so that we can even illuminate the world with the greatness that you have intended for. Protect us against the harm seen and unseen, O great King, even in the midst of a world of lies and deceit, people with their own agendas that are alleged leaders, even amongst the Goyim and even amongst our own nation, O great King, allow us to find a way to break down the walls of separation and connect with one another in true, in true righteousness. For thy great name's sake, we thank you in advance, O Yah, even for the traveling mercies that you have for your servants that travel abroad. Thanking you for allowing Amy Marion to once again make a long-distance journey and even thanking you in advance for her safe return as she prepares to even go back to from whence her tent is set up at this present time, O great king. We bless the family of Guyana, South America, and even all the efforts that are being brought forth by the likes of Kohen, Mikael, and all the leaders worldwide that call upon thy name that are truly striving together to create a safe haven for your children in the midst of this chaotic world that we exist in, that there are people who don't even know us personally, O great King, but have our best interest at heart as service to thee, understanding the true mission that is before them. Thanking you, Yah, for all the staples of life that you provide on a regular basis, food, clothing, and shelter, good health and strength, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, sound mind and body. And if we lack in any of those areas, O great King, King, we know that as long as we are being obedient to thy instructions, you will make sure that one way or the other we are well taken care of. All praise, honor, and glory are due to you and you alone now and forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. From my family to your family, 
We bid you a most beautiful, loving, peaceful, and restorative Shabbat Shalom. Stay blessed, everyone, and never forget to keep Yah first.